Dozen. Welcome everybody to the Pockets Doesn't Quit. So while you're reminiscing, don't forget to click the like button because we're all whores. Did you know the ghost trailer came out and much, much more? Gaming news and excitement about games we're going to play. Welcome everybody to PKA. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> nice wings. Yeah, hype on- man. Come on, Lefty. <laughs> yay, so- yay! I uploaded like PKA version. <laughs> All news paid. Episode <laughs> episode two or something like that. And mm. um, oh look, I don't have my freaking add on for Netflix. Whatever. Um. Anyway, someone said they missed the old school rap intros, so I asked mm. for one, and you guys got one. There you go. There it is. So everybody also got to miss though Woody saying like. Yeah, wings spit them rhymes or spit this at me. Spit. It was such just like a, a like a white guy like, ooh, I get to say spit this now. So <laughs> as much as I can. I wrote, wings was drawing a blank, so I wrote the first version of his rap, which he yeah. he, he changed it a lot. But Woody's got Woody's got rhymes. He's got he's got his rhyme book and he's... Woody could obviously took English class. <laughs> I speak the language fluently, and mm-hmm. I can make and I can do A B A B. Not all Americans do speak English fluently, though. Mm, this is true. I know. I've ran into many who don't speak it very well at all, and it's shocking, shockingly poor English. Do we need a topic to kick things off? I kind of want to kick things off with big topics like COD Ghosts or Xbox. And I'm I, the opposite. I want to talk about things like Duct Tape Man and All right, dude. I'm, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there thinking about, like, <laughs> we haven't touched about Jody Arrows yet. <laughs> I hardly watch that kind of news. She's guilty. She's like, got a mistrial, though. Is she the one from what's Italy or the one who just got found guilty? There's She's the one what? from, like, California who, like, stabbed her boyfriend, like, 19 times and then shot him and then choked him or some bullshit like that. So one just got sent to, like, jail or something, and there's another one who wants to be retried in Italy. Yeah, no. so this is the former. This okay. is the one who just went to jail. It's right. waiting sentencing, I believe. She just got a mistrial yesterday. The judge declared it a mistrial. Really? On what grounds? Oh, On what grounds? Uh, uh, it's something to do with the jurors. Hmm. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't follow the story. I'm hoping. I was hoping you guys followed it. No. But I was. I was sitting. Wow. I was sitting watching it on the news, and all I seen was like Fox News mistrial, big red letters. I oh, like wow. business news and world news. Those are the kinds of news that I... And politics. I find Here's that the thing appealing. About me. Who the fuck gives a shit about Jody Arias? Like, why is she on TV? That's why I don't know anything. Like, I didn't even know which one she was. <laughs> if I was on the elevator with her, I wouldn't recognize her. She's been, I'm just saying. That's because you'd be dead, because she'd cut off your wang and stay like, <laughs> the yeah. and... I'm just saying, she's she, she's got more news coverage than the Boston bombing. No. What are you talking about? I, I get I get what you're trying to say. She's gotten way more news coverage than she probably should for just being. No, 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 no. Literally, like, she was going on before the bombing. She's going on during the bombing, and she's still going on now after everything has been wrapped up. No, the bombing was everywhere. It, well, like, it permeated The bombing everywhere. had a higher high, but I wouldn't be surprised if she had more hours on TV than the bombers did. It's possible, because we wrapped that up pretty well. Yeah. The... And every so often we find like someone new involved. What was, didn't the FBI just kill someone who was supposed to be involved with it? Yeah, they yeah. executed. I mean, they accidentally shot. I mean, he got aggressive, Kyle. What are you yes, talking about? Yes, you don't get yes. aggressive with federal agents. Never, never do you get aggressive with federal. Otherwise, agents. they will shoot you or defend themselves. <laughs> while you're in custody. What the fuck happened? Did he not have information that they might have been interested in? Maybe he had information that 
everyone would have been interested in. So they <laughs> executed him while in custody. Yeah, I, like this stuff makes I'm doing me. A gun, makes I'm doing me... a gun sign right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you out. Like. I, I, I don't trust our government, right? You know, it, so I'm not really a, a Tea Party guy. I'm, I'm, I'm actually very much not a Tea Party guy, even though I'm pro Second Amendment. But I'm also not in favor of unfairly targeting them through the IRS. This kind of shit makes me not trust my government. And stuff like this, like, yeah, this guy might have been involved in the bombing and they just shoot first. And it, How aggressive was he? Could they not subdue this guy? I, I read an article <laughs> that was contradictory because it said he... At first, it just said he was he like snapped and started getting really aggressive during mm-hmm. like questioning, um, but then later in the article it said that they that he stabbed an office like a, an agent, and I'm like, well then okay, if you stab a guy, he's gonna shoot you. What he's stabbing with though? I mean, stabbing. Well, I, mean, I can I stab know, you with my thumb. You got to give. Uh, I hate cops as just as much as you do, or I hate federal agents. No, as much wait as a minute. Do, but you Wing stands give alone little. with regards to cop hate. He is the world champion of <laughs> okay. policemen. Okay, <laughs> Wings are the world champion. The we word "stab" a, means to prod somebody. So I can stab you with my thumb. I mean, that, don't give me that. What did he? What weapon did he stab you with? I'm assuming it was the common usage of the term, meaning it was a sharpened so he, object, so not he, a blunt. So a knife, a, a ballpoint. Probably a hand. knife. I don't know. Something. Something sharp. That. that I mean, FBI agents are. Somebody. I don't know about this. Don't, don't FBI agents generally wear vests of some sort while they're on duty? Yeah, they're, they're also human, though. I mean, you got to give them a little that, leeway like, to protect like, themselves. Those Kevlar vests, if they're the ones with blades in it, stabbing ain't gonna do much. Yeah, I, I, but I don't know. But the point being that it, the report was contradictory, so I don't really know. I, I just find it hard to believe that one guy couldn't be held down by three. I don't care who it is. Me, Lefty, and Kyle, Mr. T could be in his prime, could be, <laughs> be riling out. Us three could take him down. I, I love I Mr. Clever, T so much in his clever, prime. Clever God. Lang's a tough guy. He's a, tough he, guy. He's, he's a lot stronger, a lot better shape than all of us, but three people is hard to deal with. Suckle. <laughs> I don't know. There were a lot of cops that were going after um who was that guy in LA? Dorner. You know, no, 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 no. The, the in the 90s who was on PCP. They just right. beat the shit out of him. Rodney King. Rodney King. A lot of cops on Rodney King and he just kept going. Yeah, we we could have gone on with people the police beat in LA for a while. <laughs> that yeah. should be People like a board game. Probably yeah. unfairly beaten. Let's, it's like let's a let's categories like, category like, or something. <laughs> you're like the black one. You're like, whoa, well. That narrows it down. Yeah. Like, what letter does it start with? So basically, it, it, does anyone think that it's not pretty fishy that for some reason this guy who supposedly had information about these Boston bombers hat, was shot to death while in custody in a police station? It's fishy as hell. Like, I'm sure there are drunks that get violent in police stations all the time, and they don't get killed for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Almost as fishy as the guy got shot when he was bleeding out in the boat. Yeah, like he was able to have a gunfight. You shot that motherfucker. Did you shoot him? He didn't have a gun. He didn't die, though. He didn't even have a gun, though. But he he shot the bitch in the neck. And he has no weapon on him. How How do you you justify that? He wasn't shot before. Was he shot while he was in the boat? He got yeah, shot they, a few times. They have video of people shooting at him. Oh, oh I'd, have shot at him. I'd have shot at him, too. What happened to your eye there, Woody? <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed. I was just messing around while you guys were talking. You didn't just notice. You know damn well what happened to my eye. So, Kyle he asked I, Jackie for a sandwich. Jackie said no. <laughs> um, 
oh, so I started training MMA again. That was just Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I must have called it a knee or something. But I, uh, dude, when I worked at Cisco and was training, I loved black eyes. Like I just, I just felt like, like, um, uh, the fight club, fight club. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, it was just like, yeah, I have a life outside of here, which is oh, far right. different than the rest of my computer nerd friends. And I thought one said he loved black eyes when it worked. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> every Wait, time I, I say that, every time you bring up black eyes, I just say, you like black guys? What? <laughs> I, I'm just being immature. Don't judge me. I'm sitting here trying to think, like, does he like fighting black guys in the, in the Izzel MMA stuff? I'm, I'm the like polar him? opposite of lefty. I love black guys. That's yeah, true. <laughs> Damn it. I think we all noticed that Lefty was the one who got really up in arms when he thought Woody say like black guys. Right. Everyone else was like, yeah, black whoa, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get it? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Black. So anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. I even know how it happened. I just uh, after I was exercising or something, they they pointed it out to me. But um, yeah, I started training again. I wanted to feel fitter. I I want to be proud of me. So get it going. Hmm. And Kyle, you'll start training too. Tuesday, Tuesday. I start uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes Tuesday. It was. He sent me a picture of his T-shirt, and it said like "Property of Athens Gym" or something like that. Athens MMA. And I sent him a picture of my black eye. Like, I, yeah, and I, I was like, "What? What the fuck?" What <laughs> I totally like, like, won that. Picture I was just things. trying to prove that I had actually signed up. I had actually went in and done me the too. thing. What he's like? Yeah, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. So I rolled with, I rolled with three guys. Um, I beat the first one. The second one was a good roll, but I didn't win. And the third guy totally outclassed me. He's like a pro MMA fighter, and hmm. it it wasn't gonna. Yeah, you know, it's not gonna go my way. I've got a guy there who will beat me every time. <laughs> so okay, is, there are people are you like aware, that. Are you aware of something called like pink bellies or red bellies or something like that? Some sort of punishment that was suggested that would happen to me if I was late. I know what they are. We did them as kids. I didn't think it was a thing they did in training <laughs> i think it is because all right so apparently being late is a big deal i watched this documentary on netflix called like fightville or something it's about a louisiana area uh mma league and the guy doesn't show up for like three or four practices in a row and he's supposed to be a fighter like he's not just there for fun he's mm-hmm. he's an mma fighter so they matched up like the gyms it was uh is it justin poirier do you know who i'm talking about no um he's like 16 and four or something in the UFC now, but back then he was nobody. He was this guy who was at the gym fighting. He beats the shit out of this guy mm-hmm. for, for being late, and afterwards he's like, I'm happy for the ass-kicking that I was just given. I deserve that. I, I should have been here. And apparently that's a thing. That's Damn. a thing. So what, your gym is called what? Hardcore MMA? Yeah, Hardcore MMA. They don't lie, dude. I'm psyched no. for you. Don't be late. Don't kick your ass. As I'm signing up, I'm literally sitting there signing up, paying these people what's a pretty large amount of money for this thing. And in the background, there is an enormous coach who has a who's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt <laughs> beating the fuck out of an equally enormous guy 25 years younger than him. Just throwing this kid around. The kid's all out of breath. He's like, you can't keep up with a 38-year-old man? Come on, kid. And he's just pushing him around, rolling this guy around. He's like, hustle, hustle. Slapping him around again, just takedown after takedown. And then every time he takes the kid down, he lets him go immediately and then pops back up with a speed that a man his size should not have. Hmm. I Yeah, my last instructor was smaller than me, a little bit. He might have been stronger than me, but I liked it because... It, while I couldn't beat him, I 
I felt like I was in it from time to time. Like every so often, something I wanted to happen actually happened. And I don't know what my record against him was. It, I, I, I armbarred him once. So I was like one and like 600. Like whatever. Got <laughs> yeah. that one armbar though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> one time. Um, but like sometimes like I'd go for a sweep or something and it would work. My current instructor is a black belt and he's 260 pounds. Like, I don't think anything I ever want to happen will happen unless he chooses it. <laughs> no. So, yeah. No, it's not. It's, no. That's just how it is forever. But it's a nice mix of students based on what I've seen so far. There's a couple guys I can beat and a bunch of guys that can beat me, and that's everything you want in training I'm, partners. So when I went in, so first of all, the girl who was signing me up as an instructor, and she's very attractive, and I noticed that there were only, like, three men in the gym at that point. Uh, and there's, like... I think eight girls in the background, like really hot chicks in like yoga pants and short shorts, just rolling around on the floor together. And I'm like, I wanted that class. <laughs> what is that class? <laughs> I think it's going to be a fun experience. Yeah. Are you going to roll it first? Do you know yet? I have no idea. I I I, I do not know. I am I'm I'm up for anything though. I don't care. Yeah. I in my class they didn't let the newest guys roll like there was an hour-long class where you just learn moves and you were supposed to go there for like a month or two before you even you know tried to apply it but if i were king i'd be rolling from like minute one like that's what i like i like the, the fight part i'd i don't yeah it's my favorite part well i think we're gonna pay i think we pair <laughs> off into groups and just practice stuff for a while because she apparently like when you first sign up you get like a free lesson mm-hmm. and she described my free lessons since there wasn't anybody big enough to to train to give me a free lesson like on Tuesday. She was just gonna have like me and my buddy roll together, and she was gonna tell us what to do. And, or no, no, she was going to do, she was going to like do the moves to us, and then we were gonna do the moves to each other, which sounds like a really dirty time, but I'm up for it. Bring <laughs> <laughs> you wet and platinum. Yes, yeah. yeah um, what, what if I came in with that and like put it all over my body? <laughs> Dude, that happened once in um in in the UFC. I know. You do. Okay. Yeah, this this guy, George St. Pierre, um what the rumor is is that he was Oh, let me back up a second. George St. Pierre is fighting BJ Penn for the welterweight championship of the world, right? And uh, both of these guys are in their prime. No one knows who's going to win. GSP is the champ. And what he does is he soaks and he, he bathes in baby oil. Is that what that or, stuff is called? It was either baby oil or Vaseline. He so was the, shining. There was a rumor that he applied Vaseline like right there by the ring or something. But I never saw a film of it. Like I'm not positive that happened. But he apparently soaked in so much baby oil that when he sweats – it came back out, and he was just, like, incredibly lubricated. And he's going up against a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt in BJ Penn. He's not – there are a lot of black belts, and then there are some who distinguish themselves as the cream of the cop black belts, and BJ Penn was one of them. So being naturally concerned about all these crazy submissions he might try, the guy bathed in lube, and um, <laughs> he just, like, glistened, and he was slippery as hell, and, and he won the fight. They, they they would like towel him off between rounds, but all he had to do was sweat, and the lube would come back out. And it's a little moment in UFC history. Hmm. But yeah, we're training. I've got a black eye. Expect to see many more, and uh, hopefully in a few months I show off my abs. That would be legit. Nice. We'll see. Showing off your abs on PKA. Everybody can look forward to that. <laughs> 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 Hopefully in a few months I choke you unconscious. That's what I'm looking forward to. 
That is so not gonna happen. That is so gonna happen. Is... I get confirmation from Joe that I could do it. What's your record against me? Oh God. Like I don't know. One Owen, broken hand. Yeah, Owen's, it, it Owen is not six. as good as my record against my instructor. <laughs> I, I would say my record is something like Owen six. This is no way Owen six. Because Owen roll, eight maybe. Sixteen maybe. Oh, like, it's not that many, is it? It, it might not be, <laughs> but I bet it's double digits. I bet it's ten to twelve or something it's, like it's, that. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> Although the only photograph ever of like us rolling, you're on top, and it's gay as hell. Oh, you had it coming. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. If you got a problem being gay, then Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is just not the sport for you. Yeah, it's not. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of gay in Brazil- Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Oh, not, not, not literally homosexual, but there's a lot of there's a lot of positions that it, if you're not comfortable being, you know, up close and personal with another man, if that's going to freak you out, then this is not the... It, one of the most common positions to find yourself in, the guard is straight-up missionary position. Another one, north-south, that's 69, dude. Like, everybody knows what it is. (laughs) (laughs) If I take your back and go for a rear naked choke, it's close to doggy style. So it happens. (laughs) Positions that you reproduce that are the most effective to fight in. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, so, but anyway, yeah, we started training, and I'm psyched about it, and I'm having Which, by the way, is one of the reasons why it's really good for women to take Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to defend against rape. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Oh, dude, so, like, I don't know what kind of shape you're in, Kyle. I guess you'll find out soon. It's freaking <sighs> exhausting. I, if you guys have never wrestled, like, recently, you might have forgotten just how much it wears you out. Four minutes in, you're like... Forget it. I don't even care that much about winning. I've changed my entire mind on this. <laughs> I got worn out last time during warm-ups, and that was like an eye-opener for me. Now, the, granted, they were tough warm-ups. It was like a fast run, and then we did animals, which means nothing to most people. But like one you'll know is the crab walk, you know, where you kind of like put your hands and feet with your thing. And we did that forwards and backwards and a bunch of shrimping and alligators and stuff. And um, it's tiring. And I was like, yeah, this hurts. That's what getting in shape is like. So, I do not think I could do it with, if I didn't have somebody going with me. I've got my buddy going with me. And uh, Oh, by the way, if anyone who's listening to this lives like near Athens, Georgia, it's hardcore MMA, come in and tell them that I sent you, and I get to spin this wheel, and the least thing that I win from like a, like someone who signs up as a result is like 50 bucks. But I could win like private instruction, like an hour private instruction with this Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, which I would love. So, <laughs> so come in and is sign this up. The girl? For a this is the girl, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I no. It, it's um, his, his name's Rory uh, something. Or Dude, another. it was so much cooler a second ago because I thought it was the girl too. No, I don't care. No, <laughs> no. an hour alone with her, you're like, yeah, I, yes. I want to learn things. I, I I really have a thirst for knowledge. This is this is something I re- I really want to go in there and like absorb this stuff up. So I I would love to get like an hour with this guy. I'm listening was... to Woody talk about the warm up. So yeah, oh yeah, it's it's gonna be rough, but I'm gonna enjoy it. So yeah, if you live near Athens, Georgia, you want to come like fight with me, it would be awesome. I have I you know just don't be weird, don't smell bad, and we'll have a good time, and we can roll together, and we can learn Brazilian Jiu Jitsu together. Kyle's ready to fight another man, but he's worried about how bad he smells. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you shower before, you shower after, you wear some deodorant. Nobody wants you smelling it. I'll get in the 69 position with you in the ring, bro, but you better not be sporting any B.O. That's absolutely true. That is the culture. Yes, that's absolutely true. (laughs) See, wouldn't it be better to be, like, stinking something right, like, two days, no bath, so when you put your armpit in their face to gag, 
That's well, a you, staff infection waiting to happen. <laughs> and, and also, you're viewing training as competition, which it kind of is because there's like a stack ranking in there. But really, you're all trying to get better. You're not trying to stink out yeah. your opponent. I really don't care about those belts. I just want to get good. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the belts. I just want to learn things. Uh huh. So, mm. uh, so anyway, I'm it, it, you know, aside from the whole fighting aspect of it, I am proud of me for getting off my ass and and converting from body by Xbox to you know body by training. Like that's I, everyone takes their first step, and I took mine, and I'm psyched about that. So there we are. That's uh, I. I don't know. We, I, sometimes I talk in Mail Monday. I, I repeat Hutch's line about esteemable acts. You know, if you want to feel good about yourself, do something that makes you feel good about yourself. And, yeah, and uh, way, I'm tired of that line. <laughs> <laughs> so many people saying it to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Every time I, I'm I going around on Twitter, I get it like 15 times. Build self-esteem. You need to do esteemable things. Oh, did you hear that one from somebody? <laughs> Thank you for your advice, Siegfried. Wakes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> These are people trying to help you. Yeah, they're just trying to help, buddy. I understand that they're trying to help. I, I honestly do. Mm-hmm. But it gets annoying to hear the same thing 30 times a day. And each one of them, you know, feels yeah. like they're giving you the best advice they can't possibly can. New topic. I, I, I'm on the edge of to build self-esteem. You need to do steamable <laughs> I just want to say it. Um, you need to. All right. Uh, let's start with Kyle. Are you ready? Please. What product do you use that is intended for the opposite sex? Um, shower uh, <laughs> like uh, the shaving cream that I use. Mm-hmm. I, I use the like the girly shower um, like gel uh, shaving stuff. It just makes more sense. Why wouldn't I want something that's more like soft on your skin? Just makes sense. Get less razor burn. Is this for your face? No, it's not. <laughs> All right. It does make sense. Lefty? Uh, a product I use that's intended for women. Hmm. Um, I, I don't use it now, but I used to have really long hair. Mm-hmm. And like uh, almost down to my shoulders. Sounds fabulous. Oh, yeah, I was like an indie wrestler, like a fat indie wrestler. Like, if I was in shape, I could go be, like, a wrestler on the indie scene. Um, and I used, there was, a, a, a like, some girly version of Pantene Pro-V or something for, like, a shampoo and conditioner that I just thought felt so good. And I'm like, screw it, I don't care that it's not the man kind of, you know, shampoo and conditioner. This shit feel, makes my hair feel good, and it smells good, so screw you, I'm using it. There you go. So I used that for a while. Wings, you got anything? Wings, I think you're muted. Perfume, buddy. Perfume. There we go. What do you got? No, no, I'm just fucking with you. I don't use perfume. Um, <laughs> conditioner. I use a woman's conditioner for my beard. Okay. For the beard? I like this. Yeah, I was going to say, like, does he Wait, you condition your beard? Is that a thing? Yeah, it makes it <laughs> soft. It, really soft. it makes it really soft to the touch, and it, it, and it really gives away. It doesn't make it prickly. I like that because all right, so I've touched Harley's beard before, and it is like a thorn bush. <laughs> all right, he, I, I, he said he said one time it was like kryptonite for pussy or something like that. Like it's no good. It's no good. <laughs> By the way, but this I is th- Harley from Epic Meal Time. If anyone doesn't, yes. Know. So I, I like the idea of putting the conditioner on there. That's really smart. I bet it does make it like a Santa Claus beard. It makes it really soft and bushy. It makes it really yeah. feel really good. Like my girlfriend loves it to death. I. I one of the funniest, funnier <laughs> things I've. 
In what context? You talking to Kyle or me? You. Well, she she just loves the way it feels on her uh, on her face. Okay, okay, okay. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say about Harley. I thought it was funny. He, so he, the other day he uh, he tweeted that his he was changing his rap name from Legs Benedict to Young Santa. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. He looks like a young Santa Claus. Yeah, it's. Yeah. He doesn't look like young Santa Claus, though. But he'd, okay, then. Okay. Santa Claus I, didn't have a red beard, did he? He did before he got old. Oh. <laughs> See? Now you got it. Wiggs, what do you think Santa Claus in, is in the bathroom bleaching his beard every Christmas? <laughs> well, I'm thinking light? back. You, you guys remember those little cartoon things that you watched as kids that had the little stop-motion dolls? Yeah. yeah. Santa in there was a blonde. That's how I've always pictured Santa as young. Huh. Hmm. Maybe so. I guess he would have some sort of, like, Icelandic heritage or something. Mm-hmm. Probably spoke some weird language we wouldn't even understand. Lots yeah, of child okay. labor. You know, he gave Jack Frost a train, and it melted his heart, and blah 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 blah. What do you guys think about Black Santa Claus? Like, like when there's like a, like Black Santa Clauses and stuff like that. You know, I'm glad you brought this up because I'm only go the step further. Black Jesus. I'm, go, I'm gonna go in a step further. Lefty hates Jesus them both. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I said I don't have a problem with it, and in fact, I find it funny, or I find oh, it kind of yeah, weird. Oh yeah, there we that, go. Hold on. Well, all the like all the stuff for Santa Claus, like in all the artwork you see around schools and stuff. All the why is he a white man anyway? Would he be Arabic? Jesus would. Jesus was Jewish, and Santa Claus would have been white. So to make them anything else is stupid. I'm gonna say, but look, wouldn't Jesus Christ be like an Arabic man born in? But but Santa Claus is is fake. You can make him whatever you want. Santa Claus is based on something real, though. He's based on a, you know, some, I don't know, some fucking Saint Nicholas or whatever, who was a real guy. So it's based off of a real guy, regardless of what sort of magic ridiculousness we we put upon him. Originally, Saint Nick, Saint Nicholas was a white dude, and originally Jesus Christ, who, while most, while uh, the thing about Jesus Christ, everyone agrees that he existed. It's his magical properties and religious properties mm-hmm. and being the son of God that is at dispute. He was a Jewish man from Galilee. I hope I'm correct on that part. But he was a Jew. So he, he, he did, all these paintings, I was in this uh, U-Haul office the other day, and it is littered with photographs of Jesus Christ. Doesn't normally bother me, but there are so many of them, and they are so big, and there's so much gospel music playing that it hurts. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. That is sexy Jesus. If for, for those of you who don't know, sexy Jesus is when they take Jesus Christ and he's got this long, flowing brown hair and blue eyes, and he looks like Liam Neeson in his prime. It's like, wait a minute. That's not how Jews from Galilee look. <laughs> they have, like, he, he would have had, like, a short afro going on. He, w- he wouldn't have been a very attractive man. That's, all, that's what I'm saying here. <laughs> so, okay. so you're saying Jesus wouldn't slay the pussy? There, well, I mean, he did have, you know, just walk around with 12 other dudes, you know, hanging out with lepers and stuff. I'm, Why would you hang out with lepers? Jesus got down. What are you talking Maybe about? Maybe he needs I, a hand. 
I don't know if Jesus got down or not. There are rumors. The yeah, whole all parties in Bethlehem, he was slaying mad the JJ. I mean, he, you, didn't hear, you heard about Jesus' birth. You didn't hear about him getting to, he's like, what, 33 or something? Well, you heard about it. He goes from age 5 to age 30 in the Bible. Like, yeah, like the teenage years. The hormones had to kick in. <laughs> That's a sitcom. Jesus, the teenage years. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. We've got Jesus Superman going to high school. Years. Like, I don't know, getting his first pimple. Driving his first car, learning to drive. Yeah, it'll be it'll be driving like his first like bull train or something. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, we we've been sacrilegious enough. New topic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to do my girl product. Okay, what is your girl Please, what is your girl product? Alcohol, alcohol, and it's not that alcohol is exclusively intended for girls, and but like, so I don't drink much, but when I do, that shit is fruity. Like, <laughs> so, I'm so with that, Woody on this one. The fruity drinks taste better. Oh, they're so much better. There, there's there's clearly good alcohol. Like, Maker's Mark, that shit's awful, right? People who drink straight up Jack, it's, Damn. that doesn't taste good. But pina coladas, pina coladas are amazingly good. They're, they're, there are girl drinks that rival milkshakes. I don't know why anyone drinks something else. Yeah. So there you have it. My, my brother heard you say Maker's Mark, and he just like parroted it like he was ready for one. <laughs> <laughs> like you got some words of that. Right. There's some there's there's some manly drinks that taste okay. That you know, Jameson can be kind of smooth. It's still not the lit tasty or anything. You know, th- this whole smooth thing you're talking about. I don't I don't buy this smooth bullshit. Smooth does not mean taste good. It do, you're correct. It does not mean <laughs> right, taste yeah. good. What I mean is it burns less than normal when you drink it. Yeah. It's, it's like, and your head hurts less in the morning. Cause I don't know about that. Well, cool cigarettes, that, that's their slogan, extra smooth. Dude, those cool cigarettes are extra smooth. Because they're menthol, dude. Yeah. They make them smooth. They are. I just don't buy it. Cigarettes are nasty. They smell nasty. They're fat. Here's another thing I understand. Why don't they make cigarettes scented? Like they, cigars. Alright, so first of all, it smells different when you're smoking it versus secondhand smoking it. Cool cigarettes literally are like really smooth, mentholated and they like there's like a cooling feeling in your throat when you smoke them. And uh, it's it's completely different than like smoking like a Marlboro Red. Uh, but they all stink when somebody's next to you smoking one. Or in the car with you smoking. I'm just saying like it doesn't bother me to be around a guy smoking like a black and mild chocolate or something like that. But like cigarettes have a foul odor to them. It's like ugh. Why can't they just be like cigars and smell like chocolate when you're smoking them? Um, I, I don't know the answer. That's a to good idea, question. actually. Yeah, why do they? Well, who came up with the idea of like bleach and fucking anal glands for the taste of cigarettes? You want to talk about raspberry? Uh, that, raspberry dude, lemonade? that stuff's used in cigarettes. It's but but do you want to talk about raspberry lemonade? You know I do. Let's do it. <laughs> raspberry lemonade is delicious. Oh, I'm glad oh, you it? like it. Because <laughs> guess what's in it, Lefty? Hmm. Guess what's in it? Apparently, the excretions from beaver anal glands are used to recreate the raspberry flavor in most raspberry uh, sodas and lemonades and drinks of that. So I'm sort. drinking beaver ass. Beaver ass. Right up in that. Does that bother you? I mean, like... Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't... I, the shit. lady... I, first of all, I don't like raspberry. Second of all, not drinking beaver anal gland juice. <coughs> I was offered, uh, I asked the lady last night at Olive Garden, I was, I was like, do you have lemonade? She's like, we have raspberry lemonade. I'm like, do you know what's in it? And I told her, and she's like, oh, really? 
and then I can like hear her in the kitchen telling everybody. Everybody's like, "No way!" Yeah, dude, it's totally. So we were at Cracker Barrel, and somehow the waitress let us know that there's like beaver anal gland secretion as a part of the flavoring in it, and it immediately rung on in my ears as something that's like an internet urban legend type thing. So I looked it up, mm-hmm. and it's true. And I've since looked it up like six times in a whole bunch of different sources. Here it is on Snopes.com. It's called castorium, and it's produced as a secretion by beavers, and it's used as a food additive. It looks like male beavers spray a mixture of castorium and urine for their scent marking. And that scent marking is the stuff that you enjoy so much in your raspberry. That tastes like raspberries. At least that's, at least that's intelligent design. <laughs> at least they didn't make it taste like shit. <laughs> so, so it, like, it's true. It comes from because it's like... Is that like what Wings said about taurine in, in energy drinks? Or it's like, yeah, it comes, it's, it is also found <coughs> and was originally found to be part of bull testicles, but now they synthesize it for mass production. I, I've looked this up everywhere. And Snopes.com is something I usually consider to be a decent source. And yet, it's straight up taken from the anal glands of male yeah, beavers. They, they have thousands and thousands of beavers I, lined in up. cages, milking their asses. Yeah, I beef. picture like a dairy farm with little suction cups on beaver asses sucking out your flavoring. Yeah. And by the way, used in cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. And yogurt and candy. Mm-hmm. Get some. Beaver ass. <laughs> that, should be, that should be an entire candy. Just call it beaver ass. Mm-mm, good. Yeah, well, I'm and like still a drink raspberry. What can they lemonade? not do? I have an amazing topic. What are we talking about? Here, there's a link in the description. Are you familiar with the Kinsey scale? Yes. No. You are. It's developed by Alfred Kinsey in 1948, and it lets people know how homosexual they are. Let's take the test. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll just go through the questions here. The first one, what is your age? Oh, oh, there's a link in the description. Is everyone on the web browser page? Yes. Uh, there's going to be a lot of lying on this test. <laughs> uh, what sex were you born as? That's the first question. Male. All right. What gender do you identify as? Male. Male. Man. All right. I have never felt sexual desire. False. I cannot decide what sex I am attracted to more. False. I find the idea of having sex with another man repulsive. Group? Hmm. I don't find it repulsive. I just don't think it's for me. Yeah, like, I wish there was something other than repulsive. I guess, no, I don't find it necessarily repulsive. I'm going to go with false on that one. I wouldn't want to die without having experimented sexually with both men and women. I'll go false there, yeah. I have no interest in sexual intercourse with anyone. I'm all false on this. Mm-hmm. The gender composition of an orgy would be irrelevant to my decision to participate. Kyle? Um, that's, that's a broad question. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm not so, the kind of guy. I, so, I'm not so an it's early in the guy. morning, I mean, and I'm trying to wrap my head around this. My answer is that I would prefer if there were more women in my orgy. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what But you'd participate, I think, so long as there's one girl in the party. Well, it doesn't nah. say that though. It does. It, does, it says you doesn't matter the composition. So it could be all guy orgy. Is that how we're meant to interpret it? Well, I'll read I it again so. for the, the, for gender, the crowd. The gender, compos- the gender composition of my orgies is is relevant. <laughs> yes, so I, I would agree on that. So I think I, my answer. That's would a be false. false. All right. I avoid watching gay porn. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true for me too. All right. I can be sexually attracted to anyone in the right circumstances. Wings, you know you got a true there. That's a true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have always been confident in my extremely confident in my sexual orientation. Have you always been extremely confident in your sexual orientation? No, not the first few times, no. It says always confident. I mean like Yeah, that's I am really confident now. Like I, I just know the deal, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I, I can get the shit done now. <laughs> it's not that, like so. The teenage me wondered, like, am I gay? How do you know? How do, like I clearly liked girls, but I wondered, like, could I be bi too? But the adult version of me is very settled on the issue. The adult like, version of you has a surgeon bag, which he rolls <laughs> out to have his, all his tools ready to do the job. <laughs> it's you know, like, like I've thought, like. If I see a naked guy and a naked girl, my preference is very much clear. Bill Burr has this routine. He, he when he was little, he saw um, someone doing doggy style, right? That was like his. I think it was a magazine or something, and he didn't even know what was happening, but he knew it was for him. He knew that this was something that he would that he would be down for, and that's kind of how I am now. Like, it, and and I, it's the same thing goes in my head with kinks, right? Like feet, for example. It's not my thing, right? If feet are your thing, knock yourself out, you know, whatever's mm-hmm. I can't see any harm in a in a feet fetish. But um, you know, when I see feet I'm more I don't repulsed seems too strong, but it's just not for me. Like I I think of them as kind of like a sweaty utilitarian part of the body, not an erogenous zone. So that same sort of feeling goes for guys. Like I don't think you're repulsive or anything, but it's just clear that instinctively guys are not one of my things. But, you know, at 15, I hadn't pulled that out yet. Hmm. So how do I answer always been extremely confident? I guess I'll say false. Group? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess with the way the question is phrased, you have to answer false. I find men more attractive than women, False. I would find a threesome with a couple awkward because of the presence of the man. Yeah, it wouldn't be that awkward. Get a few drinks in you. <laughs> um, yeah, single version of me would be all over that. Whatever. <laughs> I got my candy test in. It's not good. <laughs> you know what? It's not any gayer than Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> so, yeah. I am only perhaps attra- less gay. <laughs> perhaps less gay. I am only attracted to men. False. I am sexually submissive. What does that mean? That means you like the woman to take control or the other guy. You want to be the guy laying down on your back. I like to be both. I mean, you can only be one at a time, but I wouldn't want yeah, to I always think, be... I think submissive things means, you know, you like some other stuff. Help me out here. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe um, you like to be degraded. <laughs> well, not necessarily that. That seems like a step, one step too far. Are you talking about um, what is it when the guy goes in pegging? Femdom. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, that would be not pe- what I'm thinking of. Are you talking about femdom? No. I'm talking about when a guy takes it in the butt with a strap on. Oh, that's that's that's, that's pegging. Yeah. Oh, that's pegging. What is the other one? I'm not thinking sounding. of sounding. 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 Oh yeah, not sounding. I sent you guys that sounding gif earlier. It was so hardcore. Oh, that was brutal. What was that rebar? That was disgusting. It was bad. Anyway, 
sexually submissive. I, I like I I want her to take charge sometimes. No, I, I wouldn't classify that as overly submissive. I think I'm going to go false there. I think that's my right answer. Okay. All right, so I entered false for everything except one. Let's see what we got. you got to answer another question. It's like bullshit. It's some survey bullshit, but it'll get your score almost instantly. Let's see. Favorite brand of potato chips. Oh, wait. I should have answered. Damn it. What is your age and gender? I am a... Oh, you haven't been taking the test along with us? I've taken the test. I'm, wait, I'm t- waiting on y'all. I've taken the test. Yeah. The, our research question was different than yours. We didn't have yeah. potato chips. Okay. They asked me how many miles a week I ran. Did you guys get an answer? Yes, yep. I did. What was, all right. Go around the table. I'll go first. It says, this test failed to make... I failed to match a Kenzie-type profile. You either answered some question wrongs or you're an unusual person. That's what I got, very, too. A yeah, very unusual person. Yeah, that's what I got, too. I think that's a, just a joke. I think this shit's broken. God damn it. Maybe we maybe we're looking too much into some of the questions. But it's true false. They they should have a, a type Oh, how disappointing. I wanted to know how homo I was. All I know now is I'm unusual where this test is broken. <laughs> mm. Well, Kinsey was kind of debunked as you know, his research in general was at over time. Oh, so now you tell us he's a quack. Well, you know, when you asked at the beginning, are you familiar with, with Kenzie? I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I watched the movie about him. I've looked into him a lot. I know all about Kenzie. I can, I can answer the, the gay straight question very easily. Okay. Can't. All right, let me, let's go around the table. I'm going to ask you all the same question. Kyle, when did you decide to be a straight man? Uh, I don't think it was a decision, really. Okay. Lefty, when did you decide to be a straight man? It wasn't a decision. Okay. Woody? If I were to rephrase it and say, when did I figure out I was a straight guy? Somewhere in my, I don't know, 17. So you said when you were 17. All right. So <laughs> two out of three people said they it wasn't a decision. They were born as a straight person. <laughs> I'm the gay, gay one. Person. All right. Why can't a gay person be the same way? A gay person is the same way. Research shows yeah, I mean, that I'm just saying, like, yeah. if people say you're not born homosexual, like, this is a, a popular oh, idea. That's usually used to, to classify homosexuality as a choice, as a lifestyle, as something that people choose to do to be different because they want attention and thus not legitimate. And that's that's the line of thinking. No, it's a you are what you are. If you're gay, you're gay. You're, it's not something you choose. That's that's what a lot of crazy. That's the whole idea. That right there yeah. is the debunking. Just ask yeah. people that. When did you choose to be straight? The answer is usually what Kyle and Lefty said. It's just it is. That's the whole idea. You were born gay. Don't I mean, let don't let people try to tell you that that being gay is a is a choice. It's not a disease either. No, it's not a disease. It's a it's just, it's just what your body prefers. It's what the way you're built. But seriously though, come to Athens MMA and give me those uh, give me those points. I really <laughs> want that. Spend that wheel of money. It's a perfect time. I'll spend a wheel of money too. Dude, it's awesome. Like the like the worst case scenario is you get like fifty cash. Like best case scenario is like three hundred cash, and you can also get like an hour with the with the the black belt guy. The guy runs the gym. Hmm. That'd be some fucked up shit. Like fifty people came, you got to spend a wheel fifty times. I know, right? <laughs> Guys, come in there and fucking sign up. Tell them who sent you. They know me. Were you like five grand in cash and like three hours of lessons? <laughs> oh, I know, right? This gym's gonna be working for Kyle. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, 
So basically, we're all sexual perverts, is what this test is telling us. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I really wanted the test to work. I've been Googling around. I found another one, but it was like one question. So that was stupid. Do you like wiener? He's like, you ever, like, suck, you ever suck a dick, boy? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even think sucking a dick would classify you as gay. Some people are experimental. Yeah. yeah. I go along with That's that. That's what Hutch said one time. That, yeah, he said um, gay sex doesn't make you gay. Yeah, I remember that. And NASA was all on Twitter being like, <laughs> you suck a dick, boy. You a gay man. <laughs> I, I, I actually agree Some with Hutch. Are, some people are so afraid of, of homosexuals <laughs> and uh, and the whole thing. Like they would literally run in fear from, from if they saw like two men like having sex. Oh, uh, you know, here's like like um, Game of Thrones has some gay sex scenes in it. They're not like hardcore or anything, but like guys will kiss and then it will break before like a penis comes out or something. And um, Spartacus had some gay sex scenes, and I don't even know if there was any like barely things but there was certainly men caring for each other and like you know whatever comforting and such mm-hmm. oh thank you and spartacus yeah and spartacus there definitely was it was like a it was like a loving relationship huh. I mean, that was that was pretty much par on court for the time though yeah i know like, that mike alexander the great was a homosexual sorry about the mic i know it picks up like every crackle in this room whatever my daughter brought me a cough drop but um uh, when I see those scenes, like when I watch Spartacus and I see two guys caring for each other physically, it is instinctively just not my bag. You know, like it, it, that's how I know that I'm straight and it's not that I have a problem with being gay. It's that I see it and think it's just guys with beers. Don't turn me on. Yeah, man. Like two guys <laughs> kissing each other is, is, um, like, I wonder if gay people feel the same way about hetero kissing. If they're like, ah, it's just not for me. Hmm. Like, I ask, crowdsource it. Yeah, I wonder. I saw this video about how gay people, gay guys, thought of vagina, right? And um, the thing is, they were kind of hamming it up for the camera. If you guys saw it, like, I felt like they were like all crazy about it. I wonder how they really feel, because if you don't like vagina, I can see why you might consider it not your. Not for you. Well, it depends what your vagina, vaginas they were looking at. There are some vaginas that'll get that reaction out of me. <laughs> like the one that got split with an axe. Uh, <laughs> you never seen the ones that just got hit with an axe in between their legs? I think, no. Um, but but on a more normal human level, <laughs> there, there are some less attractive vaginas that have Alien some. Alien pussy makes me throw up. So so <laughs> yeah. what makes a vagina less attractive? Um, I, I think what... Alright, so... Warts? <laughs> Fucking hell, Winks! <laughs> you know when they start oozing that green stuff. Cheesy discharge, <laughs> cheesy discharge. Oh, man. fuck, well, yeah, alright, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> um, you know, if it's got, if the, uh, if the lips are too big, if there's, if there's too much, uh, menorah or majora going on. You know, if there's menorah. Too much. Is that like a Hanukkah thing? Yeah, <laughs> they've got a menorah in there. Go <laughs> they've got a menorah sticking out of their vagina. Yeah, I'm yeah, not that's, that's that's Jewish pussy. Um, <laughs> if maybe a minor, actually. I thought Jewish pussy had like a pocket to deposit money into. So oh, like good wings. Come that's on. actually lefty. Not. That's not appropriate. <laughs> Jesus, lefty, so anti-Semitic. 
But yeah, that that for me, like like smaller the better, I think, and the less lippy the better. Yeah, you know, and and you know, uh, you yeah. Know, I, want the, I want the lip, like all the stuff, to be kind of encased in the labia. I don't want it to just be naturally just all out there, because that tells me you've had a lot of sex. I don't think uh, that's no, true. I, yeah, I don't think that's true. Oh, I, I it? think it's, no, <laughs> no. I think some um, are just born one way or the other, and that sex does not alter the look of it. I mean, yeah, generally, maybe real, I mean, a turned-on girl can turn from like an itty to an Audi to some extent. Absolutely, that but does um, yeah, that that's part of the arousal state. But when you see someone who's, like, seriously an Audi, that is not a result of a vibrant sex life. It's also a turnoff. It's not cool. Now, that really? being said... See, I've, I've changed... There was a time when I lined up with you guys. Like, any, 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 make it as any as can be, you know, wrap all that stuff up in a cute little package and deliver it to me. <laughs> now, nah, fuck it. They're all attractive to me. I've seen, I've seen enough fucked up shit on the internet that maybe I just can't be turned off by any vagina anymore. <laughs> like, oh, you mean it's not like cut off or part cut or yeah. infected or anything? If, if it's if there's no rebar involved, then I'm I'm <laughs> it looks good to me. <laughs> so you so the internet has lowered your vagina bar. Maybe it has, or, or I like to think it's expanded my boundaries, and, and it, I would say my boundaries have expanded in general. Like it, so the me of like my teenage years only found one body type hot and that body type would be um i don't know like a grown up version of the harry potter chick what's her name i always forget it is it emma stone uh, emma, yeah, emma watson, watson. Emma, watson. emma watson emma stone's um, hot too though i can't picture her i'd have i can google her though um the the Transformers chick is it Megan Fox? Yeah, Megan Fox, right. Yeah. That sort of tight body. I I know Kyle says that those two have very different bodies, but to me, one's just like a taller version of the other. It, they're pretty close. Different bodies to me are like some girls have a really big booty. Neither of them qualify. Some girls are really really top heavy. Um, both of them I think are kind of athletic. Um, but now, like I, I think the version of what's hot has expanded in the last 20, 30 years. And there's the Kim Kardashian type. There's the big booty type, you know, the apple bottom type of girl. There's the athletic girl that's kind of persisted through the ages. There's the thin girl. There's like, there are surely some kinds of women that, that are still not considered hot, but there are a lot more hot options than there used to be. Like that apple bottom chick in the nineties that would be a problem area she had to work on. Come on, there's a song in the '90s about apple bottom chicks. Oh, the yeah, that, big butts thing. That was like yeah, revolutionary. That, like the, that, and that was mostly for black people. White people still didn't like big butts back then. Yeah, but um, now, like the big butt thing comes along, and it's not necessarily like a problem area that she needs to address. There are guys that will worship that ass. Dude, speaking of big butts, I, my cousin, he is cursed. <laughs> His mom's got, got a big ass, and he, he inherited it. Like he, he looks like a rooster walking around. His ass is so big. <laughs> I actually really think that's that that's that's funny when like a dude has like a big butt, and you're just like, dude's got a big ass. Look, dude, it's usually I'm, strong though. It, it it is, but I don't use the. <clears throat> as gay as this sounds, ass. when I see a guy with a big ass, it's usually a freaking muscular ass. And it's like, I bet that's useful for something. I don't know what he can do, jump on top of boxes or something, but yeah, dude, that guy's got a lot of ass muscle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I wonder what his vertical leap is. or I'm not sure exactly what your butt muscle does for you, but whatever it does, he excels at it. 
Whereas with women, when they have a big ass, a lot of times it's just like that's where the that, body guy? fat lands. I don't know. Like, like that's calling me. What is that? Is it a block number? It just says zero 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 zero. Should answer it. I'm not answering that. Could be like some rapist that loves fat men. Trying to, Wings is trying to get raped. <laughs> what if you answer the phone and someone's like, Hey there, big boy. I want that big ass all over me. You're just like, oh my god. <laughs> I'd be like, how much money do you have? <laughs> oh no. It's, um, it's a scam most likely, Wings. No. I googled it. That's Usually... why I don't answer right there. Hmm. Yeah, caller ID says Damon available, and if you answer, they're going to try to sell you something. It'll be some Indian guy named John, according to this website. Yeah. Trying I, to get you to refinance or something like that. See, that would be funny, though, to answer it now and be like, hey, is this John? Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder if I can call it back and just put it on the mic. That would be funny. New topic. Oh, um, sorry. I was looking at the phone thing. What product do you use? We did that one. Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh. Did it work, it Wings? It won't dial it back. They cannot be completely <laughs> dialed. I want to talk about Gold Rush, the TV show. And I'm a little concerned this isn't interesting to anybody but me. Mm-hmm. But I am still fascinated by this show. It is completely captivating to me. Does anyone else here watch it? I know Wings does. Lefty? I used to. I watched no, I don't. it until the finale. Uh, of season, season one? Oh, you, I think you're ahead of me. But anyway, Gold Rush, here's the deal. There's a group of guys, like I'll say seven of them or something, and things are not going right for them in the lower 48. If you're not American, you know what America looks like, right? That cluster of 48 states. And then there's two more, Hawaii and Alaska. So these guys go from the lower 48 to Alaska, and they mine for gold, which pretty much involves taking this dirt getting it all wet and the gold's so heavy that like everything washes away except the gold it's more complicated than that but um that's the essential deal and what i like about them is their entrepreneurial spirit like they are such risk takers they they're just like rolling the dice buying this heavy equipment like you know the big Mm -hmm. caterpillar d9s and the giant excavator cranes that lift shit up and um these guys must buy between a quarter million and a half a million dollars worth of heavy equipment and they're trying to buy and they're trying to get gold out of the ground and uh, make some money and it's uh, almost like inspiring to me to see these guys roll the dice and give that give it a shot and I'm addicted to the show did you see Bamazon <clears throat> no what is that a person or a show or Amazon is basically the same thing, but it's like guys from Alabama that go to the Amazon to hoop mine for gold. Really? Is that on Netflix? Um, I don't think it's on Netflix, but it's on uh, Discovery. No. Gold I, kept, gold I fu- kept waiting for the <laughs> Alabamazon thing to happen, and it never did. Gold Rush is on Netflix, and Wings told me about it. Like you mentioned it, I think, on PKA yeah. like a month ago. And I just happened to like put you know flip by the cover art, and... Like when I got Netflix, I thought it was going to be all about movies. I thought, oh my god, movies are so much better than television. They're deep, they're plots, they're twists and turns. It's going to be fantastic. But then over time, I realized you kind of have to pay attention to movies. Like, mm-hmm. I only watch a movie when I'm really ready to focus. But I can watch. I can. I'm so smart. I can keep up with Swamp People. 
and read Reddit at the same time. Because Swamp People doesn't require 100% of your head. It doesn't. Neither does Gold Rush. But, you know, and and you think it's going to work out. They're like, oh, we're doing this new area of land. We just spent like $12,000 and broke a machine, and that was another ten grand. And now we're going to see what's in it. Like, here's the payoff, and it's a bust. And a lot of times it's a bust. And sometimes they're successful, and sometimes they fail. And it appears to be real. I'm not positive. But I don't know. Come on, buddy. Just like swamp people. Willie's seen that big gator over there in the marshes. His name is Sasquatch. And then they got the camera <laughs> right behind Sasquatch with the sun and all the bank. <laughs> all right, all right. I agree with you. There are parts of it that seem set up to me. And um, it, 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 mostly the camera angles give it away. Like, like if two people are arguing and you're getting like face shots of each one of them and the jump cuts go back and forth, they're very aware of that. And they're wearing wireless mics. And, and I don't know if you guys, as some of you have worn them. You're just aware that there's like this thing strapped like a big elastic band around your belly and a mic taped to your chest and mm-hmm. it's not something that you forget so it's not like people act normally you're being observed so that looks fake to me but then the other parts of it like i'm just really buying it that like there's gold here there's not gold here and they succeed and they fail and that the overarching plot which to me is entrepreneurs giving it a go that's an interesting storyline for a tv show to me if it was me and I was producing that TV show, all the busts would most likely be scripted. Because you got to have lows to have a high. Because at the end of the season I watched, they end up, they end up making a killer. I'm like, how the, how the freak did you bust, 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 and then come out like $85,000 richer? I know person. one... I know one thing about Gold Rush, they actually ripped off a firearms company, so they had this uh, branded integration deal where... They were going to feature um, firearms from Car Arms in their television show, mm-hmm. and they took the money and ran. Never did it, and it was a large sum of money. Car Are Arms advertise on Painkiller already. We'll shoot shit. I'll shoot my webcam. I don't give a fuck. Give me large sums of money. <laughs> we'll make it go. Car Arms killing webcams since 2013. I'll shoot my TV right now. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't sell anything right there. I'm sure of it. No. Yeah, they're like, Woody, we don't want you irresponsibly discharging in your house. But, yeah. We'll deliver. I'll dress up as a giant baby and shoot your weapons. <laughs> they don't want oh, shit, that. Be... <laughs> Wait, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> will, you, will you, like, hold a rattle, too? Like, the I whole thing? pass the fire in while I'm shooting. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Dude, if, if you're actually willing to do that sort of thing, these are the sorts of things that like Kickstarter campaigns can be made. Like like what, thousand bucks? We get the we get the baby outfit out. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Eat, what you donated a hundred, you get to be there and slap my ass. You know, like the whole thing. Can you do random stuff on Kickstarter like that? Yeah. I, I thought Kickstarter was supposed to be legit businesses, and they were so, like like chip in. Like Sandy Ravage used to do chip in for his alcohol fund. Onslaught did it for his man cave. Um, I did it for a mancation. Um, I don't know. There's all sorts of chipping stuff that happens. It doesn't have to be like... I, know, I think Wings did one for Ashley Seals. Um, you know, whatever. It's all good. With Kickstarter, I thought you are supposed to have like a real business initiative behind it. It wasn't just like a make something happen type deal. 
No, no, no. Do we need a new topic? Are we on me again? Do you want to talk about Star Trek? Good. Lead off. Star Trek Into Darkness is the best Star Trek movie that has ever been made. And no way. I no and way. I and I say that having seen every episode of every series of Star Trek and every movie that has Star Trek in the title ever made. I'm with you. I have also seen all of it, right? There is not a second of Star Trek footage that I've missed. And I also love Voyager and like you know, Deep Space Nine and shit like that. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, now Deep Space Nine, you say, like, it's not one of the... Qu- no, Deep Space Nine was really, really good, especially in the second half of its run. Voyager? Yep. Whatever. I've seen every episode. Tom Paris, the whole thing. Yeah, the yeah. Whole thing. The episode but, where he got turned into the lizard. Yeah, I've seen them all. Um, <laughs> I've seen that, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that one. But Picard got turned into Borg, so I think Picard still wins. Yeah, but yeah, Picard got he better. Had yeah, but Tom Paris had lizard sex as a lizard and had <laughs> baby. Dude, no, nothing's better than when Data had sex with uh, the chick that died from the from Star Trek Next Gen. True. That was oh, yeah. yeah, and apparently the guy. I remember Data's pickup line. He was like, "I'm skilled in 97 different ways of pleasuring," and she's like, "It <laughs> 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 was it was awesome," but um. The new Star Trek is really good. I also liked the Star Trek right before it. And I don't know which one was better. But the two new Star Trek movies are perhaps the two best Star Trek movies ever made. So you're a J.J. Abrams fan. Apparently. Apparently. And I started getting like super sensitive about all his lens flare. But I just overlook it. J.J., when's Cloverfield 2 coming out? <laughs> Never. Right after Half Life Three. <laughs> By the way, Half Life Three confirmed. Just get out. It's no, it's no, not. No, it's not. But everybody, for a second, like, oh my god, really? Fuck you. <laughs> oh. um, but but seriously, though, nerds, if, that's how you do it. Half Life Three confirmed. If you're on the fence, it's it's a really good movie. Um, oh shit, I just had it. Oh, the I wanted it. I I know Woody that Woody covered this in a in a video, but. I've got to say, I'm starting to just feel really creeped out by the Xbox One and its ability to its ability to not only watch me 24 hours a day, but also listen to me. And I'm wondering, imagine this for a second: why couldn't some sort, why couldn't uh, some government agency or something get a warrant to hack, you know, go go straight to Microsoft and then all of a sudden be watching, you know, watching you do what you're doing in your house? Who says that Microsoft, that's not their plan to <coughs> the cost of the hardware? Well, the government's not going to pay them for that. They would just get a warrant and just take it. I also sent you guys a link. Um, that Don't you... click on that link. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Thanks, click that Lefty. link. <laughs> Don't click that link. Okay, what he did. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's extreme-porno.tumblr. All right. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. That apple will... Calls the doctor to. Oh my god. Oh, that's my a girl. girl. I just That realized. doctor's a proctologist, by the way. That's what they meant. Dude, I must be too lazy to find this shit on the internet because I don't know where you go to start looking for this. Why stuff. would you want to go start looking I for this? I just that? told you. Extreme-porn.tumblr, apparently. And anyway, um. This is the uh, kind of shit when you, you know, Xbox One. Isn't fun. Xbox One. <laughs> Xbox One, no more <laughs> Apple anuses. Yeah, so it. it 
It has a camera that's always on, apparently, and it has a mic that's always on. And I'm I'm not with Kyle on the government thing. I don't – I'm a little concerned, but I don't predict that the government's going to start using my Xbox to spy on me. I don't think. I don't know. Basically, but they can. They can. They can, they can probably at any time. I mean, that infrastructure is probably yeah. has been discussed by Microsoft. And, so yeah, I'm not at all worried about Microsoft spying on me. I, I just don't think it's in their interest. They wouldn't do it, etc. My government, I trust less. You know where I trust less than my government? My hackers. Hackers fucking love me. Love me as in love to target me. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I am fucking catnip to a hacker. I am, I am porn to it. Like these guys, they're like ah Pornhub or uh, try to get Woody's account. Option two every time. So, if this thing has a camera that doesn't tell me when it's on, that really really sucks. Like I won't buy a computer that does that. If, mm-hmm. if you don't know, um, they what they can do is they can install a rat on your machine. That's what it's called. And if you get ratted, then they can turn on your webcam. You know, with the with the click of a button. The thing is, the lights are on it. So, like, you guys can't see my webcam, obviously, but there's, like, this semicircle on either side that's blue and lets me know that I'm I'm a hot. I got something similar to that, but I can't show it to you. Never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's on the camera, Wings. <laughs> I'm going to turn mirror. my camera around into infiniteness <laughs> <laughs> or get a mirror. Hold on. I, I, Think I about shit idea. before you do it, Jordy. Because the first thing that clicked in my head was, like, Woody can't show his because he's not on camera. But what if I point my camera at Woody, and oh, then and then Woody looks at does it? Does that work? He could see. Look at that. Camera oh, it section. does work. Camera here. Let me put myself on the big screen. So my camera has these little like uh, look. There's a microphone stand back there. My light source. But that's what my camera has. Those little like halo effect type things. This is getting cool. And um, that way I know that my camera is is hot. It's recording. The Kinect doesn't have that. So what if someone were to hack into my Xbox One and then all of a sudden they're like watching my living room or something. I'm tooling around in my boxers and that becomes the next YouTube sensational video. <laughs> I I don't want that. But at least I, I have been you know working out for a couple months by then. <laughs> you're right. By that time you'll have your abs. Like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am literally going to put a piece of duct tape on the front of my fucking Xbox. Why not? Is it, what's it going to do? Ruin your Connect rafting game experience? Yeah, exactly. Will you not be able to properly con- pet your what connectable Microsoft, animals' pets? What if Microsoft won't let the Xbox One operate properly unless the camera can? Then I'll buy a PlayStation. I'll buy a PlayStation Four straight up. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying a PlayStation Four anyway. But I just I what? I'm more worried because I understand what I you know the the idea behind it, but. The the very idea that they're making the Xbox One try to they're trying to win the living room, which means, as you say all the time, Woody, and they're trying to make it appeal to a lot more people than just gamers. And there's a lot of stupid people, or just people that are ignorant, and they don't know about <laughs> stuff like this. And I think it's not only does it turn me off from buying the console straight up, I think it's kind of irresponsible of Microsoft to do that, to just bolt this technology on and say this has to work with our with our stuff, I think it's incumbent upon them to kind of be like, let's not just add this tech, <coughs> the camera that can see in the dark, that can face, that can recognize faces. At the um, very least, they could make it a setting, right? I want a setting that says off means off, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so people don't know this is the functionality they're trying to enable. 
The Xbox One should turn on instantly. You know how your Xbox now has to sort of boot? You should be able to say, Xbox on. And then, presto, in a snap, the thing turns on. And if the camera and the mic aren't on all the time, then you can't turn it on. <coughs> I'm sorry. Well, is the I can't be not sick. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it... it the reason that the thing is always on and always watching you is so that you can turn it on without like grabbing a remote. And I just need a, a setting that says off means off. So like, I, mean, I, I don't mean to act like I'm special, but the fact is there are people who target me probably more than, than people who target like most of our listeners. And for that reason, like my shit's gotta be locked down. And what's more, I mean, for stuff like this, since it's a console, since it's universal, once somebody is able to get into that, because I, I, I mean, I don't know, the, it's using the Windows kernel and what do you know infinitely more about these subjects than I do, uh, because I'm nothing if not a computer illiterate biatch. Um, <laughs> Which is but, why there's no iTunes on PKA or back. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I researched it, okay, damn it. But um, it's... Uh, I, you know, it's once it's out there, it's out there, and there's a lot of people that just don't know what they're getting into, and they don't know uh, security. You know, security experts, software security guys, always talk about limiting the attack surface of of software operating systems. So I'm told, and it just seems to me that that idea, that mantra, would also apply to a system as a whole. You want to limit the things that people that don't know anything about computers can't be attacked by. So I, I I don't think that, you know, the Joe Schmo that's like, oh, the Xbox One, that does all this multimedia stuff. It's not just a game. I'm not really a gamer, but it does all this cool stuff. Okay. But he doesn't realize that there's a camera that can see in the dark and recognize faces and, and all this stuff that, that always may or may not have to be connected to the Internet. And it, it's he's able to be attacked that way, and he just doesn't understand. And I think it's incumbent upon Microsoft to at least make people aware of the possibility that that can happen if they so choose to continue on making Connect. Uh, yeah, I hope it's thing. secure as heck. Like, it, the Xbox 360 is really quite secure. Like, it, do you know anyone whose Xbox 360 was hacked? Their account, maybe, know. on the server side. But the hardware itself, like, no one's cracking that. It's actually pretty tough to crack your own when you have physical access to it. You know, people are, like, soldering stuff. I'm a little outside my expertise on what it takes to crack one. But I do know that you can take your Xbox, put it in your network's DMZ, and just show it to the world, and no one ever gets hacked. But, uh, uh, but I don't know about I don't know about. But the new stuff. one will be new, so it'll surely have... You know, security and, issues at first. And it's just, it's the, the point of the, you know, oh, we're secure, we have privacy concerns. And there was a little kind of tomfoolery with the Xbox representative that said, well, nothing personally identifiable will ever be used. It's like, well, wait a minute. That doesn't mean that you're not using the Connect to count the people in my living room that are watching Netflix at any given time and then selling that to marketers, Microsoft, greedy bastards. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're not doing that. And I'm not okay with that. I'm, I'm not even okay with that. And, um, just the idea that he, he, even if it happens once, that's one time too many. The fact that you're requiring somebody to have a Kinect that may not want it. I mean, what were the original Kinect sales on the 360? Did really high. Did really want that? Were they, was it really good? It was. It, it broke oh, the okay. record for like an electronics device sold in the history of the world or something like oh, that. Oh, well then, never mind. I think it's since been broken by one of the iPads, but yeah, it did really well. 
Oh, okay. But I, I just think to require that of people to appeal to a, a broader <coughs> base and to have all this technology, which is still really cool, but I just think it, it, it smacks of just of technology bolting technology onto itself for the sake of technology. And who are, how dare you not want technology bolted to technology for technology's sake? It's like, well, yeah, the tech is really cool, but it just doesn't seem like it's prudent to do that. I don't need any of that stuff. I just need a Blu-ray player that hooks up to Netflix and plays cool games. Anybody else worried about the Blu-ray player being like the PlayStation that you can't use HDMI and record? So, maybe. Hey, Kyle, you're humming. Is there anything you can do, or are you just bound to hum? That fixed it. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh, little mic talk, just real quick, before we get back to Wings. If you have a notebook that hums on your mic, try unplugging it and running it off the battery. It fixes it most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's usually coming from your wall. This is a four-hour show, so Kyle can't run off the battery the entire time. And hum's going to happen. And if you got it, you can try uncrossing power cables because with the you know if there's flowing current, it creates an electromagnetic field around the cord. And if, if you cross power cords, the electromagnetic field of one can actually induce current in the other. So take it out of that spider web of power cords mm-hmm. and put. Dude, it I've got so I've got so much electromagnetism circling me right now. I have a mm-hmm. wad of electrical wires. It's to the point where when I touch my laptop, if I touch it on like the plastic surface, not the keys. I hear a noise in my ears. <laughs> well, <laughs> your computer's running current through you. My cur- yeah, it's lit- my, my, I am literally part of the field. <laughs> the teenagers with braces walk in there and become antennas, and they play music yeah. out their teeth. And- I get HBO all of a sudden. It's really cool. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. I've got a whole thing going on here. Um, so Wings was talking about HDCP. I'm waiting for his dog to shut up. I was angry at something. He's not about to lay down the law. If you're looking for high-level professionalism in a podcast, keep looking. (laughs) (laughs) But I think think it's kind of endearing, because that's Wing. He's got nine people living with him, like four dogs. I thought he'd have the dog handled by now. Well, that's the little yappy one. I don't think that's the the lab, the new lab. Of course not. Labs are awesome. Labs are awesome. I love how just all of a sudden he had a like I like he got on the main screen on my end and he just had a puppy just on him. He's just like, yep, got a puppy. There he is. Speak of the devil. All right. Um, we were talking about something. Little one's gonna bark as long as somebody's in the house. She doesn't know. Can you shut your door? It stops. Uh, um, what were we talking about? Something Xboxy, Xbox. Uh, the H, not not oh, being able right. to do HDMI to record. Yeah, so Sony sucks at that, and you know this isn't meant to just enrage everyone who has a P- PlayStation. It's just the fracks, man. So Xbox has HDCP protection. If you watch Netflix, if you watch maybe a DVD, I haven't tested that, but Netflix for sure, you can't record it. Like, you know, your, your Elgato or your Avermedia or whatever you use is going to tell you that it can't record. There's HDCP protection on the HDMI stream. It won't work. But if you play a game, it records fine on the Xbox because they only drop that copyright protection on stuff that's supposed to have it. PlayStation, on the other hand, infuriating assholes that they are, 
they just put copyright protection on everything. It doesn't matter if you're playing Minecraft, where they, yeah, if you don't know, Minecraft is extremely YouTube friendly. They're like, use it, put ads on it, sell freaking t-shirts about it. You know, like if you want to do something Minecrafty, knock yourself out. You know, Minecraft is very friendly with regards to that sort of stuff, as they should be. But um, uh, Sony, they don't. They're they're stupid about their copyright protection, and they drop it on everything, needed or not. I hope that the next gen consoles do it the way the 360 does, which is to say, you can't record Netflix, but go ahead and record games all you want. Hmm. Now, so then, how do people record on PS3 then? Component cables. Oh. Yeah, there's two ways to do it. You can either use the component cable output, which doesn't have any intelligence built into it, or you can. Convert. HDMI splitter. No. Well, I mean, I've got two HDMI splitters, and the copyright protection works fine. But if you go to an HDMI to a DVI converter, then that also strips it off. But then you have to figure out the audio, So, which is pretty straightforward if you play through, like, speakers or something. But when you have a headset, it's like, well, I already use my optical audio for that. So, And DVI doesn't carry audio. And this is probably boring, but it can be circumvented. And surely I will, because my livelihood depends on it. But um, it's a pain in the butt. I hope that they just put the copyright protection where it belongs, and not on every game. We'll see. So you guys are still in the Xbox One camp? <coughs> I'm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I, as of right I now, Microsoft. No, no, no. Microsoft has to win me back. They have to win me back too. But I didn't start with the Xbox camp. I just got branded in it. I'm. Uh, I guess I still am in the Xbox camp, but only because of the. The PlayStation 3 turned me off to it. Like, it, here, here are my issues with the PlayStation 3. The voice chat's not as good, and it didn't come with mics, so a lot of people don't have them. That's one issue. If you're... How do you say popular without being an arrogant ass? But let's just roll with that. <laughs> people will find a way. No matter how you say that you're popular, people will find a way to make you an asshole for it. All right. So, so you know, if you're... People desire to be your friend. Fine, whatever. It, if you get hundreds or thousands of messages on the PlayStation 3, it doesn't deal with it appropriately. Uh, things that can happen is the game slows down. Even just opening your messages can take like a minute. And if I want to delete all my messages, like if I were to do it right now, it would literally take 20 minutes. More now. Or more. Wow. Like, yeah. Give me six hours last time I did it for like 6,000 messages. Yeah, I don't think it's ever taken me more than like 20 or 30 minutes, but I believe you because it and it shouldn't take that long. The Xbox literally has no problem. It just it only keeps your hundred most recent messages. The other ones just flow off and the menu is as responsive as it with 100 messages as it is with one. Um, If I want to play with people I don't know on the Xbox, I can just invite them to a game on the PlayStation I have to add them to my friends list, and then we're like permanent lifelong buddies. And then there's this awkward thing like removing them from my friends list without wanting to hurt their feelings. And the PlayStation just doesn't manage playing with strangers very well. It doesn't manage getting a lot of messages very well. It doesn't manage copyright protection very well. It doesn't have HBO Go. I'm not sure about that. Maybe it just got it last. But there were a bunch of reasons the PlayStation 3 didn't suit like my use case, which is apparently arrogant asshole popular player <laughs> um it didn't manage that use case as well as the xbox did so going into the next gen i'm looking at them both but you know one starts off having not done well in the current gen 
So, and I'll while buy the both. Other, while the others pretty much being really shady <coughs> with everything they're putting out. They're, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over my own coughing. Uh, Xbox has been real shady with everything they've put out. Shady? Yeah, they're being shady. really coy. Like they're being really like, like they they they're kind of dodging the the connect internet connection thing. They're kind of dodging the use game questions. They're kind of rewording everything. So the I think Microsoft had plans of raping customers, right? I, I think that was the deal. They're like use games. We're slapping a fee on that. We're attaching it to your account, and if you want to lend it to your buddy, he needs to pay us another twenty bucks or and whatever. You got to be online at least once a day or all the time. The first, to I think at service. first there was all the time, and then a lot of people, I I was one of them, started saying, "Look, internet connections are not as reliable as power connections. You know, you shouldn't treat them as such." I don't want to get knocked off of Civilization's Revolution if I'm playing single player because my internet connection blinked off, and now they're like, "Ah, it's a once a day check in," which is similar to what I had. I my um rendering software, Adobe Premiere Pro, is a similar type deal. Like you. It just checks to make sure your license is current, and um, you know each boot up, it kind of looks at it, and it's never been a problem. Like I, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. So, I think the way that they did it, you know, just a, a daily check, is pretty tolerant of bad connections, and and it's cool. Like it doesn't bother me too much. But their original plans, I don't know. But clearly, Microsoft had ambitions of. Tight DRM, no use game sales, anti piracy stuff, etc. And now they're backing off a bit due to consumer backlash. That's that's how I see it. Which is encouraging that they're like, ooh, whoa, <coughs> oops, okay, we'll stop that. But yeah, I, I, I still don't like the online to play, you know, check in to play single player games. Who are you to tell me, Microsoft, after I buy your console and the game on your console, that when I can play it? And at least it's, who at are least you let to tell me, know me I have to. who I can who I can let play the games that I bought? Mm-hmm. That's like a DVD company coming out saying, "Oh, I bought this Star Trek DVD, but Johnny can't watch it because so, Johnny didn't pay me." So that's the bad side, and I hope that on the consoles we get to where Steam is. So if I buy a game on Steam, it's attached to my account. That's it. You know, I can't resell it. I can't trade it in. I bought well, that's it. Good. That's going to change too. That got overruled about three months ago in the United Kingdom. Saying, I hadn't heard of that. But oh, really? You're, you're originally going to be able to resell your digital games. Oh, I did hear something about that. We'll see oh, where it goes. But nice. That's cool. Let's talk about Steam where it is now. You buy a game. It's attached to your account. And Steam, if, if you guys are, are strictly console based, it's a it's an online service where you buy games and it sort of tracks your library for PC gamers. And um, if I want to get something from there, I go, I download it, I play it, it's attached to my account. My account can move from computer to computer, but it's me, and it's just me. And um, what's cool about Steam is they have flexibility in pricing. They have figured out that it is more profitable to charge 60 bucks out you know, on release date and then quickly drop to 40 and 30 and 20 to run sales. You know, like Assassin's Creed 3 right now, right? kind of a dead game you know that thing came out in november of last year no one's really talking about it yeah, 50 bucks at gamestop probably 20 on steam that's a great example right you know and then they'll be like hey you know what this weekend we're selling assassin's creed 3 for 9.99 and everybody's like that's awesome mm-hmm. and they buy it, it is awesome when they would have never bought it for 60 there will be you know, of course if you're selling it for 10 bucks instead of 60 you have to sell six times as many to, to get the same profit but they will sell a hundred times as many 
by putting it on sale. And they can easily do that because they have this flexibility in pricing because it's just an online store. Whereas if you're talking about, say, Black Ops 2 on a console, then all of a sudden, what, they're going to tell Target and Walmart and GameStop and every mom and pop store to mark it down to $9.99 this weekend? They can't do that. The, the, the retail doesn't give you the same flexibility in pricing. Because, because Walmart has to buy it. <coughs> Walmart gets to choose what they sell it for. Right. And I, I don't know this for sure, but I would guess it's either in the contract or just bad practice to start undercutting Walmart in a really serious way. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden Walmart won't want to work with Activision or something like that. I, I, mem- I remember when we tried to buy a game early with the LLC. I think that's yeah. how Walmart buys games. They buy them in bulk and they get like 8 to $9 off. Sure. And there's like $9 profit on every game they buy. So they can't really have like, oh, radical sale, nine ninety nine, unless they're just going to take a loss and want it off the shelf. So let's return to that. If the consoles start doing what happens on Steam now and bringing flexibility of pricing into the console world, I think console users will like it as much as Steam users do. Steam was unpopular out of the gate. It was this big ripoff, evil company, people hated Valve, etc. And then once they establish a track record of sales and discounts and, and good customer service... Everybody changed their mind, and Steam is very popular. That's that's the key to the used games. You want to get rid of GameStop? Here's the thing. I have my Xbox 8 Black Ops 2 about a month ago. Eight. I don't have Xbox Black Ops 2 right now. I go to GameStop because I'm going to buy it used. In my head, I'm thinking 25 to 30 bucks. That's the number I had in my head that it would cost me to replace this disc. Mm-hmm. I get there, $55. No cover art. $55. What was the topic Wings just said that we returned to? I want to write it down. Um, talking about... Uh, uh, the LLC and... Oh, LLC. Yeah, buying right. the LLCs and um, you know, undercutting or, you know, it's yeah. a huge sale, nine ninety nine to get got the, it, got it. units off the shelf. Yeah, so... Um, that, Why that's can't the... Xbox sell it to me for for 30 bucks and that would eliminate GameStop's ability to sell it altogether? Yeah, used stuff should be way cheaper than it is. Like, when I think of movies, right? If I... I don't know what a movie is where you live, but I'm going to say it's 10 bucks, 9 or $10 to go out to the movies. That's an, like an experience, right? You go, you get the theater, you get the surround sound, you get all your stuff. It's, it's a, like a night out and a location, and there's brick and mortar, and there's all that stuff, and, and it's 10 bucks. But if I want to rent it, it's like 5 bucks to watch it on my iPad? That's bullshit. It should be $0.99 cents to rent a movie. Owning the movie should be four bucks or something. They should be way cheaper than they are. They overvalue how much their stuff is worth, so people just pirate it instead. If you could buy movies for 99 cents on iTunes, they would, in the same way that they're buying songs for 99 cents on iTunes. You're, you're 100% correct. Like, a DVD, I don't want to pay 13 <laughs> bucks for a movie I'll watch one time, maybe once a year. Right. I'll, but if you give it to me for a dollar, even two dollars... I'd be more likely to buy that $2 DVD. Here's another thing. You sold DVDs for $2, I'd be more likely to buy five DVDs, which would be the same price as me paying that one, versus just paying $12.99 for one DVD. When you offer people fair deals on electronic stuff, they buy it, even if it's you know software or if it's uh, you know movies and intellectual property. Netflix did this thing. When Netflix moves into an area that didn't previously have it, like let's say they open up in freaking, I don't know, Iraq or something, the BitTorrent traffic there crashes and the Netflix traffic jumps. People choose it over stealing their stuff. And it's a better experience. It's nice. Um, 
that's that, I buy stuff off iTunes, or at least I did when I had an iPhone. And the reason I did is it was just easy. Like I knew the song was going to be top quality. I knew it was going to start and stop when it was supposed to, and there wasn't going to be like a DJ talking on it or whatever. It was it was a predictable experience, and it was only a buck, and I was happy with it. But you know that when I if I download a um like an HBO show or something, I used to do that. Now I have HBO Go, but I used to watch like HBO shows. And, you know, the audio wouldn't sync up quite right. It would have, like, French subtitles overposed. Like, I didn't want that. You know, it it was always some wacky thing that made it less than perfect. Or their quality wasn't nice. You know, iTunes has massive servers. Or some asshole sitting in the theater with a camera. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) So, so yeah, you know, if I could just get it for good quality from a store for a reasonable price, people would buy it. That LLC thing, that cracked me up. This was like two years ago. We had this idea to be the shadiest game retailer in the history of the world. <laughs> Kyle, you were worked. in on that, right? Please tell oh, me, Kyle, yeah, was your worked. Oh, we were all over. We were all chipping in large sums of money for this thing. Like, like this could work. Yeah, we're like, we want to buy, I don't know what it was, maybe a Black pallet. Ops 1. Yeah, we want to buy a pallet of Black Ops 1 uh whatever games and then we'll put it on our channel and be like we can't promise we'll ship it before the date winkity wink 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 but your odds look good (laughs) 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 and we would just sell out in a heartbeat and and it was it was going to be fun so why didn't that happen so the point was we just wanted our own copies but you couldn't buy three copies you had to buy like 300 copies and then we were like wait a minute if even if we only turn like a couple dollars profit per each one, we could make a lot of money. And it's if, <laughs> if we really could make like twenty bucks profit per game, like this is a, this is a great idea. It never it never yeah, came through. It just like uh, imagine a video game store run by an ex car salesman. That was the vision. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sixty bucks? How about we do sixty five bucks and ship it early? There we go. We have a winner. Like that. That was the. That was the concept. I. St- I still love that idea. It's probably. It's, it's, I think you're undershooting it. I. I don't see how the realm of people paying eighty, eighty-five bucks for two a week or so early copy. It depends. And and so we've been the customers on this. The price drops fast. Like if it's two weeks before the game comes out, I'll pay like three hundred dollars. If it's one week before the game comes out, all of a sudden I'm down to like one hundred dollars. If it's two days early. You're making an extra twenty bucks on me. Like you yeah, have you're a buying pro- lunch. That's yeah, what you get. yeah. You know, if it's two days early, you have a product that's really lost most of it. Well, he's value. actually making more twenty bucks because he most likely stole them if he sells them bootleg. La 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 la. I hear well, not I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, no, no. I just play them. No, I did not buy a hot stolen copy of the. No way. I'm sure. No, that, it was bought legally. I'm sure that dude with the long like beard to his nipples and the marijuana smoker hat thing <laughs> that we met in a dark alley. Uh, I'm, I'm no way he stole that. <laughs> That's what I choose to believe. My question is. Why hasn't the the price of games gone up? The it, price of games. You, you know what? I have a thing about that. Do, do you want to go, or do you want me I, to go? I just want to add, I, like, because <coughs> the the sixty dollar fifty nine ninety nine price point. When was that like decided on? When did that become with this gen of consoles? Holy writ. Okay, so like two thousand six, around there. Call it that. Sometime. What has inflation been doing? 
Like, we're speaking here just in terms of American dollars, because I know Australian people are like, oh, we got to pay $112 for this game. It's like, well, yeah, I know the prices are inflated for you guys, but you're also like kind of on like a different currency. And it, it, I think, I don't know, maybe they are. They get totally raped. It's unfair. Their arguments right. are valid. I've looked into it. It's, oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, not, yeah, sorry, yeah. guys. My bad. I'm sorry you have to get so screwed in, in yeah. Australia. But, like, the, the U.S. dollar, the, just the inflation, $60 in 2013 buys a whole lot less than it did even in 2006. But still, gaming corporations are still only charging $60. They didn't even lock their price point into inflation. I have I the opposite idea. Is. So, I'm going to take this all the way back to, like, the 80s. It used to be, before gaming consoles were out, you'd go to an arcade, you'd pop a quarter in. And that was how you played. That's that's what Pac-Man and Asteroids was all about. And in my, whatever, eight-year-old wisdom, I was like, this is great. You know why it's so great? Because there's a quarter, but there's no, like, 28 cents piece. Like, there's no way the price of these things will ever go up. You can't make it 35. They're not going to start taking quarters and dimes. The price is locked in at a quarter forever. But it wasn't. They were smarter than me. And it was, like, 50 cents for your first play and then a quarter to keep continuing. Um, And now, of course, they start charging bucks for this. and, And it wasn't so locked in. I would argue that games cost more now, too. It might be $60, kind of. But I know I paid, well, pretending I didn't pay extra to get it early. Black Ops was 60 bucks, and then I pay another 50 for the DLC, so that's 110 And then people are doling out money for extra classes and bacon camo or whatever. So we're up to, I don't, I'm making up numbers now, but $115 for Black Ops this year. Mm-hmm. They have definitely raised bucks. the prices. You know, the, you buy Gears of War, $60 standard. But then there's like, you know, do you want a golden lancer in the game? Now you're paying 80 bucks for the whatever, have extra cash edition. Or um, Dead Space, right? Dead Space was 60 bucks. And then you go in the game and they're like, well, yeah, but there's this pay to win option where you can get better guns and armored armor and whatever suits with wings on them and shit. And then I think we paid... Like, I paid $15. Kyle was stupid, so he paid, like, $30. It's the same thing. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) He did. I was like, dude, I got all this great stuff. And Kyle's like, no, man, I got all the great stuff. I spent 4 bucks, And I'm like, oh, I spent, like, 12 Damn it! So he went back and spent like a twelve on top of the four and, and bought it anyway. I bought all these ridiculous packs that you didn't even need. There, there were like <laughs> other packs that included what the first packs had, and, I, and then yeah. I realized there were even more I packs that included what the, the first system. two had. Yeah, I bought that that that, that game owes yeah. me some money. Like the second packs were super yeah, like sets of the original packs. And... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Dead Space to me managed to be like a seventy-two dollar game, and for Kyle it was like an eighty dollar game. <laughs> so. They have managed to make these games more expensive, even though they stuck to the $60 price point by charging you for the guns and the maps and all that other stuff. I don't, I don't think they can leave that price point because people will bitch and revolt. I, you know, I think they can't leave the price point because they're not doing it on the PC side. You know, if consoles were the only games in town, then they could charge 80 bucks for a game. People just would. But because PC games are like $50, they, they still can't go any higher. Mm-hmm. Sleeping Dogs, I think, is on sale for like 12 bucks right now on Steam. What they can do, though, is this. Um, it's free on PlayStation. That's interesting. But here, check this out. So <laughs> when you sell a console game, it's 60 bucks, right? GameStop's getting like 10 or 15 of that. The developer's getting some oh, chunk they're, of that. They're getting 8 bucks. 
Microsoft is getting a piece of that. Um, it's being split in a whole bunch of different ways. When you sell a, um, a song at Radio City or whatever, I don't even know where you buy songs at the mall anymore, then that gets split in a whole bunch of different ways too. But when you buy stuff on Steam or when you buy stuff on iTunes, it gets split two ways. You know, the distributor and the artist. And that's the end of it. So even if the game stays at $60, developers can go from making like 20 bucks a game to 30 bucks a game because they're getting a better deal yeah. by selling it uh, with downloadable. You know, but by not selling it in, at the store in a case mm -hmm. and everything. So, um, so yeah, it should be more profitable for developers than ever, even if I'm not paying extra. That's that's good because I mean Square Enix <coughs> in this last fiscal year declared a loss or declared Hitman the sales of Hitman Absolution, Sleeping Dogs, and one other game I forget what it was but there were three games and their total unit sales was about nine million units in a fiscal year. Square Enix moved nine million units and they were just like we're broke. That, that wasn't enough. That's because they ain't made a good Final Fantasy game since fucking 98. Well, 2000. But I'm just saying, the, the gaming market, the landscape is such that in a fiscal year, a company can move if they're making only... If, if all of their sales were only physical copies on which they only made $20 per unit instead of digital sales, even though Hitman Absolution did pretty well, I think, on, uh, on PC, and so did Sleeping Dogs. Um... There's still that's still 180 million dollars. That's a lot of money, and they're still and, and they're just like we can't operate at that. That's not even close to what we need. And it's like, well, what? What kind of inefficiencies do you have in your business model where 180 million dollars and two games that sold more than three million units doesn't get you into the into the black? I don't. Mm. Kurt Schilling's running that business. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with money from Rhode Island. Yes, yeah, give, give us all the money. Oh well, shit, it's gone. Our bad. You know, well, he, he had seventy-five million from Rhode Island. He put fifty of his own up, so he had like one hundred twenty-five million. And his and game was bad. Bust. And he's a gamer too. Bad. It wasn't that bad. Did it release? I actually have it. You have it. You have it. Was Valimar? Yeah. So, can you tell me about the game? I don't know anything about it. Well, it's it's kind of like an EverQuest type game. Okay. It, it, it's all you pick a character. And you go through doing almost World of Warcraft type scenarios where you you know go here do here. I don't know if you've ever played World of Warcraft. It's I've like watched a, videos on it though. It's, it's kind of like that, but it's in a single player premise. Like you have an open world that you can fast travel randomly through, and you just do quests for people that you meet. It's like an open world RPG. Okay. It's not the worst game in the world, but it's one of those games about forty percent through you just don't care about finishing it. Hmm. Like, it's like, all right, I'm about five hours in. I haven't gotten nowhere. I'm picking fucking flowers. I'm going to go play something else. I, someone give me some direction here. I have not played the Black Ops 2 campaign. Is it good? It was all right. It, was, it wasn't Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. I. So when it comes to COD, I don't really judge it by the single-player campaign. Like, it's, I don't know. To me, that's what, like eight hours, 12 hours of fun. And then the other is, you know, weeks worth of playtime so um but infinity ward i tip it like cod 4 had a really good campaign modern warfare 2 had a good campaign modern warfare 3 had a great campaign um modern warfare 2 when i started fighting in the suburbs mm -hmm. like 
I'm trying to find words for it. I cared. Like, I felt like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this war has come to my Stupid neighborhood. Russian bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, 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 like, I had never played a game that was in an environment like my home. And right. suddenly there was. Like, those houses inside look like mine, but cleaner. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there were no soda cans on the kitchen counter, but it, it otherwise looked like mine. I don't drink soda, but whatever. Um, a lot more Russians running around your house, too, in the game than it was. I think yeah. I, Unless you got Russians running around I think right no now. Russian was, is like one of those video game moments that's going to live for history, though. Like you, you're, The whole mission, you're shooting an airport up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Modern Warfare 2 was good. Modern Warfare 3, to me, was great. Like, I never cared about the characters in a COD campaign as much as I did in Modern Warfare 3. On the other hand, World War, World at War, like, I barely remember that, and I've been warned not to play it on Veteran. Just random grenades popping air. What'd you say? I wouldn't beat it? Don't play it on Veteran. Oh. You, you, will, you will curse the day you attempt it. Well, and coming they, from you, that says something. You play them all on Veteran. Like race. I play everything on the hardest setting. Every game I ever put in. Here's the thing with World at War on Veteran. They did the artificial difficulty inflation trick. What that basically means is you make the enemies hit harder and, the, in effect, make it harder to stay alive. It's not actually making some scenarios harder to deal with or you have to make create new strategies. You just have to be more efficient. But what they did is they spawned grenades under your feet every four seconds. Like, literally, grenade! 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 And I'm not joking you. It's Four really annoying. to six seconds. Hmm. Kyle's played it. Am I not right, Kyle? It's awful. Every Grenades all day. <laughs> Picture-perfect grenades thrown by Joe Montana. <laughs> so and, uh, so that's Treyarch. Um, Black Ops won that campaign. I didn't like it. I, I, I didn't like how they killed the main <clears throat> character from World at War off in the Black Ops 1 campaign. Like, you're this badass in World at War doing with these grenades, <laughs> and then Nova 6 kills you off in a cutscene? Fuck that. I didn't even remember that. That's how much I gave a shit. I, I ended up lowering the difficulty on that campaign just so I could finish it because I wanted it to be behind me. You like got I, stuck on the Vietnam mission, didn't you? <laughs> I did. And then I thought I, I didn't know what to do. Like, you're supposed to run and push a barrel over and start a big fire. That, that's the one. That's the Vietnam mission. Mm-hmm. I got done with that, and I uploaded it just because I was so fucking happy. I didn't know to push the barrel. I had made my way into the trench, like, a dozen times, but I couldn't seem to stay alive in the trench because you're supposed to burn them all out. And it, But that wasn't it. The entire game was horrible. I don't even know the plot of the Black Ops 1 campaign, and I've played it. I, like, I, I don't know, something about driving around to go from place to place. I don't give a fuck. It, it was terrible. <laughs> but um, in Infinity Ward's campaign, like, I'm very much invested in that stuff. And uh, um, so I haven't played Black Ops 2. I guess I was asking if I should. Well, it it doesn't take place in the, in the future as much as you think it does. I'd say 80% of the game is still in the past, and you, you meet, like, uh, Mason's child in the future. It's it's all right. I mean, Black Ops 1 campaign was better than Black Ops 2's. That's oh, just God. my opinion. Oh. What about the choice <laughs> thing? Because they were making a big deal about that, your ability to, to make choices and how it impacts the storyline of the game. I don't remember any of that. Oh, really? I honestly don't. Yeah, I don't remember any choices. I'm actually playing it right now. I'm, like, halfway through it. Uh, and I haven't made any choices yet. 
other than shooting people. I mean, the choices I see is like when you're in Afghan desert, you get to pick how you want to destroy the helicopters and shit like that. And there's some stuff like if you fail during certain missions, then it impacts what happens after that. Oh yeah, that like you get like you get to like you you can yet it's more not it's not even a choice. Like for example, like after the desert mission, you have a gun in your hand and you're interrogating a hostage, and like the numbers start popping up, and you guys like wants to blow his brains out, and you got to press the button to keep him from doing it. Wait, numbers pop up. Yeah, numbers. Like in Black Ops 1, your character was programmed with a series of numbers. He was like brainwashed by a government to actually Boiler assassinate alert. people. We've been dropping spoilers all day, Lefty. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how much, like, I'm having a hard time expressing how much I don't care about this. Like, it, it, they brought the fucking numbers back? Yeah, you're, 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 you guys, you're, you're, you're still, uh, you're still Mason in some of it and you're Woods in some of it. Am I right there, Kyle? Yeah, there's one part, though, where you get to, like, hang glide, which is really cool. If if you work at Treyarch and you're watching this, reboot that mission stuff. Oh, sorry. Reboot it. Just reboot it. Like, all that shit about Mason, I don't I don't care. You drop Black Ops. Just start a new campaign. Yeah, a whole new campaign. Just just freaking wipe the slate clean. Trust me, your intellectual property there is, is it's not that it's worth zero. It's dragging your shit down. If you were to come again and be like, dude, fucking our new main character is you know, Leon Spudskick, I'd be like, all right, good. At least it's not that fucking Mason asshole again and his goddamn numbers. Like, I, I, don't, I don't care about your campaign. I anti-care about it. I anti-care. I want your campaign to reboot so... You could just well, maybe let, get on the right direction. Let me explain this. When I was playing Modern Warfare 3, I actually wanted to kill Makarov. Yes. I didn't give a fuck what happened to Woods. I didn't care if I even saved Woods at the beginning of Black Ops when 2. When I played COD, Modern Warfare 1, that is the same thing. COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 3, I skipped nutrition and hygiene to play that shit. When I play your game at Track, the single player thing, I... It's like I'm beginning a study session. Like, all right, this isn't going to be fun, but it's something I have to do. It's it's like I'm going to work. And, and and to be honest, for Black Ops 2, I just haven't done it yet. I feel like as a YouTube commentator, I'm supposed to know what your game's about, but I anti-care. I, at some point, I will... I would rather go to the DMV than play the Black Ops 2 single-player campaign. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I kind of... <laughs> I'm hoping that in like I don't know four Call of Duties from now that all of a sudden it starts melding with Halo, the Halo universe, and mm-hmm. the soldiers that are in Call of Duty start putting Spartan suits on. And the, and the, and That's why I thought this one was going to be like really spacey. I'm like I was hoping <laughs> for that. I don't, I don't want. I don't want an M16 in my future game. Yeah. I want a fucking blast rifle, or like a, a laser laser ion cannon. That's what I wanted to run around and bust motherfuckers up with. But I'm still getting one shot about an 870. They still using the 870 30 years from now? I don't know. 870 sucks. I, I like how in COD Ghosts. You too, have an 870, uh, Woody. It sucks. Does it suck? It's a shotgun. It sucks. It doesn't suck. So the 870 has a reputation of being a very good shotgun and, and rock solid reliable. Mine breaks the mold. I gotta get it. I gotta take it to a shop or something. I fucking hate my 870. Is it, you sure you're not buying the right ammunition? Like mine, the no, gold's so no. strong. Woody's, Woody's sucks. <laughs> I mean, mine, like, if I get buy cheap ammunition, it would actually bend the actual, like, um, rim on the shell. Uh-huh. No, I have had you, FPS Kyle, and FPS Russia, for that matter, take a look at my shotgun. 
And um, they all just say, shit's broken. I never used your shotgun. I brought it. Um, you, 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 I've seen it used, but it didn't malfunction when you were having it. Yeah, for some reason it extracts spent ammo much more reliably than it does, like if you just wanted to clear the chamber, you know, and, and run it through. But that's the, that's the problem in particular. I could even demo it if you guys wanted. But if you if you rack it slowly, the the shells will get jammed in there. Mine does that with that's what I say. Mine does that with cheap ammo. Mine does that with. I mean, I've tried a half a dozen different kinds of ammo. I've tried, and I've got good quality ammo in there. Like I, I'll have mine. Like if I use like the stuff for clay shooting, it, I'll pull the pull the pump back, and it won't go. It'll just be stuck there. I have to like really force it back before it comes out. Yeah, just. I mean, I think you just have to trust me on this one. Like, it doesn't feed good ammo very well, and I have had people who are real experts look at it and agree. Hmm. So, that's... change the bolt. I changed. I changed the extractor. I called them and asked for help. They sent me a new extractor, and that didn't fix anything. And I was a little disappointed. Like, I wanted to send them the. I wanted them to send me a package, put the gun in it, and ship it off, and have it come back working. Instead, they're like. Here's a part that looked like it cost three cents to make, and they had me switch it out myself. It's like that's that's just not what I consider to be top level service. Do it yourself, bullshit. Well, Woody, you are a you are a person of um, prestige and opinion. Why not prestige call Remington? I like that. Why not call Remington and be like, hey, this is what I do. This is where I am. I'm having this trouble with your shotgun. I don't want to put it on myself. I don't want to this gun thing. You're going to make yourself look really bad if you don't give me some good quality I customer service. I, that's a difficult conversation for me to have. Like, all right, Remington, listen, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> you might, I mean, yeah. Have you heard of Woody's gamer tag? Buyers here. One in every six thousand humans on Earth are subscribed to me. <laughs> so I'm going to be I mean, expecting you're, some. You're, down, like, you're downplaying it, but most of the people that subscribe to your channel are future <laughs> weapon buyers. I mean, I could literally, you could either fix this shotgun for me and I could be happy with your product or I can go get a Mossberg and be happy with their product and be vocal about it. Yeah, I mean, you're, there's something to be said there. And I've actually done that with um, Black Magic back when I used that to record my gameplay. I was like, this is what I do. This is where I am. This is why it's so important to me. And uh, the guy was like, oh, well, I'll write some notes in here that you're Woody's gamer tag and that, you know, this is a feature you need added to the card. And then nothing happened. But, I mean, he said it would. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do we need a new topic? Well, by mm-hmm. the way, since we're talking about shitty stuff, don't buy a Triton 720 headset. Oh, really? These things right here. Dude, so I haven't owned one of those. But I know people that do. And this is their life cycle every single time. They get out of the box and they say... These things are amazing. I love it. They sound better than anything I've ever tried. I don't understand why people fuss or whatever. And then it turns out it's the least durable headset ever made. It's not even that. I have bought four of them. Mm-hmm. Three didn't work out the box. That's that's worse than I, I think your experience is worse than average. I mean, I bought two of them. I'm sorry, I bought two of them, and I got both of those replaced under warranty. Mm-hmm. And the two that came to me under warranty didn't work out the box as well. So I made, out of the four headsets, one working headset. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to break soon. They always do. It sounds like you're repairing things like Fallout style. I I can prove this. I can go get you all the goddamn boxes. I still have (laughs) them. Like you combined three broken headsets and made one working one. 
<laughs> basically, I was basically fallout repairing these motherfuckers. Like, all right, <laughs> this amplifier works. These ear cups work. This little thing, my Bob, that you put on your shirt works. Let's all put these together. I'm pretty hard on my headsets, and I literally, next to my bed, have a drawer below the drawer with all the weird shit in it that has, <laughs> that has like, four Astro Mix Amps in it and, like, 13 chat cables, two earpieces, and, like, various parts that have fallen off of them. You think you can give me one of them chat cables? I'd go back to wearing my Astros again. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheap. They're, like, $3. If you and call Astro, they'll send you a new chat cable. And, um, so... Like when I call Astro and ask for support, all podcast long, I have this arrogant asshole thing. I don't tell them I'm me, right? It, I can call Astro, and I have like contacts in there that will send me like equipment and whatever. But I can also call regular support and just say, "Hey, man, you know my chat's not working anymore. I ran over this cable with my chair too many times. You know, can you send me a new one?" And they will. That Astro has very good support. And you can just call them, even if, like even if you're not Wings of Redemption, and they'll hook you up with a new chat cable. They don't know who Wings of Redemption is. Astro don't give me damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they'll. You don't. You don't have to like you know. Be anyone special? Yeah, every single everyone. customer gets good service at. And I'm by the way, I don't have a deal with Astro, but every single customer gets good service with Astro. I don't have a deal with Astro either, but they just send me free shit. I love them. They're awesome. Yeah, I, I do get free shit. But, um, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. They, they, they have good customer support, and you don't have to be, like, on their VIP list to get it. That asshole. What? What? Now? My cousin was in here playing on my Xbox. Mm-hmm. And, um, apparently... What are you doing? He didn't have a good time this morning. Oh. What am I seeing? Are you guys spotting the problem? Yeah, the the control stick is. Well, it's moving. Oh, oh, oh! oh it doesn't oh. return to center. It, no, it's pretty much doesn't have any kind of like it's loose. Like it's oh. as loose as you can he be. He busted your scuff. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I was wondering why he left in such a hurry this morning. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here, bro. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. Wow. So that's two scuffs down. Yeah, man, that sucks. I, uh... <laughs> that sucks. These things are not cheap. No. But if you use offer code Woody... <laughs> <laughs> you get 5% off. 5% mm -hmm. <laughs> is a lot better than 5 bucks. It is. Usually they're more than a hundred bucks. Or, by the way, so we'll, um, now we're talking scuff and I'm money horse sell out, whatever. But um, people don't know. They look at the scuff prices and they say that like, oh, it's, what is it for a cheap one? Like 120, 140, something like that. And if you get it totally decked out, it can approach 200. But you can also send them your current controller to have them scuff it up. And uh, that's cheaper. It's like 45 bucks. So... Suddenly, it becomes like affordable for student for budgets. People with patience. Yeah, yeah. So you can get like a brand new one that's, or you can have yours scuffed up, and they'll like they tune it up. They they put a lot of effort into it, and that's hmm. a cheaper option. That fucking sucks. That means I don't have a working Xbox controller right now. Coupon code Woody. 
<laughs> Sell out. I don't have a working, <laughs> a working Xbox controller. This one works for games, but the mic jack is completely shot in it. What was I going to say? Oh, I had a photo shoot yesterday. So my wife and my agent got all down on me because I don't have, like, real headshots and stuff. So we went yesterday. And um, I brought my airsoft gun. It's an MP7. But it looks really real. Like, it looks and, like, the weight of it and the, the construction of it is very much like a real MP7. I also brought my AR-15, which, if you know nothing about guns, it looks just like an M16 or an M4. They're, they all look roughly the same. And, uh, um, but that was a real gun. And like the, so the photographer, we get there and she's a mom. She's like, I don't know, I'll call her 32 or something like that. And, uh, like pretty little thing. So I, I pull out my MP7. I'm like, this is a toy. You know, it's, it's not loaded. It's empty. And I like point it somewhere safe and pull the trigger and demonstrate that nothing happens. Um, it, it runs on compressed air and there was just nothing there. I was like, this is a real gun. I have checked the chamber half a dozen times it is totally not loaded and um i was like i didn't even bring any bullets with me so it's not going to get loaded like it's empty and uh i'm like this is the magazine this is where the bullets go and you can see that it's an empty magazine like it's really obvious the difference and uh it's so north carolina because she's like let me see that thing and she holds the gun and it's obvious she shot plenty of guns in her time she works the action, looks down the chamber on her own, and she's like, yeah, it's clear, and she hands it back to me. And that was how my photo shoot started. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cool. Like, it, sometimes we talk about stuff, and a lot of us are pro-gun on the podcast here. I don't know Lefty's stance, actually. Are you? I am, yeah. Okay. Pro-gun. So we're all pro-gun. But when you're here in North Carolina, or actually um, where Wings lives in South Carolina, or where Kyle lives in, in Georgia, um, it's so pro-gun so prevalently that you can almost kind of assume that whoever you're talking to is also pro-gun. And I had this parallel in my head. I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, have you ever had anyone, this is where this is not a dig at lefty. Have you ever had anyone say something racist to you as if there was this understanding that you were also on the same wavelength? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, Like, you know, I don't even know what to say. And I'm sure if I do, there'll be a 10. I got you. But you know, you'll be standing next to a buddy and like a black guy walks up and says something and he walks away. He's like, just like them niggers. That's how they always are. And I right. And I right. And you're just like, Holy shit. I didn't happen here. (laughs) I didn't know you were one of those. (laughs) That's how like, I'm that guy with guns almost. Like, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, this gun control bullshit is ridiculous. This shouldn't happen or that shouldn't happen. And I almost mm-hmm. forget that I live in a world where not everybody thinks the way they think in my town. And uh, I don't, that's pretty much my whole rant. That's all I got. But, yeah, my photographer, who was very much like, you know, some mom that would pick up the kids from elementary school, knew how to check my AR-15 M4 variant to make sure that the chamber was clear. Hmm. So that was my my the start of my photo shoot experience. How did they turn out? When do we get to see? Um, I I haven't seen them myself yet. So that was yesterday, and she's gonna take them and then shop them, and like they were all in front of a green screen. And um, the idea is that I'm gonna have like press packets to hand out to potential sponsors in a video game case. So I took shots posing like a um like a stereotypical FPS cover. But it's me in, like, flip-flops and like, a regular <laughs> shirt. <laughs> and there'll be, like, an explosion in the background or whatever. 
Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, I posed with a – sometimes I held a controller in that – I'll call it an M16 even though it wasn't. And sometimes I held an MP7 and a microphone. <laughs> so we'll see like it. what it comes out as. I figured you'd take the old, the uh, the FS2000 out there. I, you know, I started to, but um, the case – like it. The, it's too fat to go in a lot of cases. It so there's foam, like you know how I cut it out, and I can yeah. just swap the foam. But that process is like ten minutes, and I was running late, so I just grabbed the other one. And also, it's a really recognizable gun, that like M16. Yep. So, so I just grabbed it. Hmm. But um, yeah, photo shoot yesterday it was kind of fun. I guess. Do we need a new topic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right, we will start with Kyle. You get okay. one crazy night of sex with any fictional character. Who do you choose and why? Ooh, that's a good one. A bit of a fictional character. Mm-hmm. Ah, I want I want Arwen from uh, from Lord of the Rings. I want the elf princess. Her, wait, is that Liv Tyler who played that? <laughs> really? <laughs> Liv Tyler, is it the lips? Is it, are you picturing what she's got going on there? I, I find her not to be the prettiest girl in Hollywood. What, what are you breaking the you breaking the th- third wall here? Come on now, he wants the elf princess, not Liv Tyler. You bring up a strong point. I don't know. She would just sort of, ca- I, dude. I need mine dirtier, right? Like, I, <laughs> if I'm gonna pick any fictional character, I don't know. You know what I got in my head, and, and I know only Blaze My Blade will will disapprove, but um, Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Get me get me some of that bunny love, right? I, I like that. Um, hmm. hmm. Help me out here, guys. Any fictional character? Pam um, from uh, Jackie Brown. Wait, what do you got? How about How about Princess Leia? Mmm, the golden bikini. Yeah, she's wearing the bikini. Yeah, yeah. At first. <laughs> At first. <laughs> I think I want the Jabba the Hutt throne with the chain. Oh, dear. Not Jabba, though. He can stay away. Yeah, no, no. I, I, t- I play the role of Jabba in this thing. What do you be like, icky-wicky? <laughs> uh, other hot fictional characters. Uh, uh, how about uh, Laura Croft? Oh, well done. Yeah. Yeah, well done. From, from about, the most uh, current iteration, too. How about... Uh, I uh, know. What's her name? Uh, Daenerys uh, uh, Targaryen. Good, but I've got better. How about Wonder Woman? Dude, I, I think I've got it. If you want the answer to like the ultimate sexual fictional partner, Mrs. Incredible, the stretchy chick... Oh uh, yeah. She could be anything. She could do anything. Hmm. I never heard of Mrs. Incredible. Dude, this woman like I wish I was wings and I could tell you the oh, things oh, on you're my talking head. Oh, the Disney character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she could be riding you and doing stuff with her mouth like around the back, bendy style. Yeah, I mean I get it. So you want her touching your butt. With her, with her tongue. Uh, didn't have to be right there, but you know, the, the, just just give some attention to that area while 
while doing other stuff, and and that's something that only Mrs. Incredible can provide. Did I say Cadmus Aberdeen? Nice pick, nice pick. I don't know though. Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. No. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was hot. So you know, missing a finger, halfway psychotic. Dude, I, dude, what do I need a pinky for? What's she gonna do with she that pinky? Can, she can morph the space-time continuum. This shit you Come can do now. with a pinky. What do you want to do? Oh, I mean, he's like, got two pinkies. <laughs> um, ultimate power. You could do Hermione Granger, River Song, from Firefly. That's dangerous shit, but dude, mm-hmm. she's got it going How about on. Jack from the Chronicles of Riddick. Is that a girl or a guy? It's a girl. I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was so obsessed with Riddick that she actually went into a life of crime just to get caught to go to jail to get her eyes waxed. That's some passion right there. In um, Pitch Black, she was a little kid, and in the second movie, she was an adult. There has to be somebody from True Blood that's worth hitting. Speaking of uh, Elizabeth, you guys hear about the man that lost almost every one of his fingers due to gambling problems? Ah, man. No. How did he do that? They were cutting them off. They oh. were cutting them off. Like, he, he, he would literally sell his fingers to them for another an extension of his loan. Damn. Oh, by the way, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, how do you do that? Like, seriously. Like, how, all right, I can understand the pinkies. Deborah Morgan. You don't really need the pinkies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, but when you look down at your hands, like, man, I'm I've lost both my damn pinky fingers now. I need to quit. I have a problem. But then you lose the other four fingers, and you just have your thumbs. That the thumbs are what separate us from the beaver. That's the reason he's raspberry and we're human. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, I'll give you that one. Give like, you. How, how's this man holding his cards? Like, he's just, like, pinching them inside <coughs> of his hand now with his thumbs? I don't know. That redhead that Jon Snow's having sex with. Yeah, she's hot. Yep. How about the chick from Wendy's commercial? The fat one? Yeah, no. the one that's like, hey, I'm, I was Wendy. No, 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 the other one, the one, like, where this is the Besada bread sandwich, and he just, like, takes a picture and shit. Oh, so, by the way, those, those flatbread sandwiches are delicious. Did all they right? cut off his thumbs? No, he, they left his thumbs. He took all all the other so fingers. So he lost all eight fingers, but he still has thumbs. Right. Huh. Like, how do you do that? I, I want to talk about these Wendy's flatbread sandwiches. Real quick, Lois Griffin. Yeah, yeah. I'd much rather have... Um, what about the one-eyed chick from Futurama? Leela? Oh. Yeah. Why the hell not? Yeah. Lois I Griffin, it. I saw an episode of Family Guy where she took it up the butt. Didn't catch that one. Didn't catch that one either. She did. I saw I, one where she slept with Bill Clinton. I saw one where she was wearing all the black lingerie and like came out with a whip. Yeah, yeah. she was drunk and she totally like implied like, should I let him do this? Like she, she was down. I wonder nice. if I can find it. So Wendy's makes these flatbread sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. The grilled chicken, 
There's like, uh, like I don't know, all these artisan lettuces. I don't know. There's like spinach and weird leafy stuff and tomatoes and bacon and ranch sauce or honey mustard. They're awesome. I'm eating like four of them a day. It's all I'm really eating now. They recognize me at Wendy's. They're like, oh, you must like these things. I'm like, I love them. Give me two more. Mm. Literally all I've eaten for three days. Is Would you fuck Lorena Bobbitt, Kyle? Lorena Bobbitt. Um, as long as she kept her... Uh, yeah, I'd fuck her. I, why not? Just for just for saying you fucked Lorena Bobbitt? Well, I don't know. Let me see what she looks like now. She used to be okay. You, you can fuck her in the prime. It doesn't matter. This is, we're using our imagination here. Oh, then yeah, sure. did you know this count was here? I tell you, I've always wanted to have sex with Monica Lewinsky. Hey, Lois, what yeah. I want to see what, 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 what kind of pussy the presidential pulls. Not too good. No, you want to go back to JFK pussy. You want to get Marilyn Monroe in there. <laughs> I want to see if it's if he fucked her just because it was the only thing available, or maybe she had special skills that we don't know about. No, it's what was available. It's, it, it, was, it, was, it was that piece of cake that's just sitting on the counter. You're like, By the way, sure. don't Google image search Lorena Bobbitt because on the second row of the Google image search, <laughs> a picture of the doctor holding up a picture the of the severed penis. If you search from the trial, if you search YouTube for Family Guy back door, you'll find a video called Family Guy knocking at the back door, and it refers to the scene. It <laughs> it starts about thirty seconds in. I, here, I'll make it so you guys can hear it. Let me try this. Peter, that was loud. Dude, Monica ain't bad looking, dude. Was that for me? She's lost a lot of weight. No, that was me. That was me that did the day. Oh dear! And they're both naked on the couch as this conversation happens. So. Uh huh. Oh, they were on drugs or something. That's when they did ecstasy or. Yeah. She sounds too much like Edith from uh, All in the Family. <laughs> Oh, um, well, this isn't. I'm getting out of fictional character. There are some girls in uh, American Pie, the one that they all had on the webcam. No, just me. Fair enough. I, I'm sorry. I'm watching the Family Guy clip. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the ugliest girl that you'd fuck in in uh, in film? The ugliest girl I'd do in film. Oh, I I would do any of the characters that. Uh, what's the chick from uh, the the Tim Burton movies? This should be um, like a, a competition, right? Like it starts at Oprah. Like, yeah, I'd hit yeah. that. No, nah, I wouldn't fuck Oprah. Really? Oh, I would fuck her if I could get some of that money. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, I thought that was a given. I, yeah, yeah, if no. she will make me her new Stedman, <laughs> <laughs> then I am in like Flint. But uh, but no, not for fun. If she's like, come get this Oprah pussy. I'd be like, nah, that's good. I'm good. I'll pass on the Oprah pussy. <laughs> nah, I'm all right, Oprah. You just keep that. Thing to yourself. I'm gonna go over here, Oprah. Yeah, I won't say. A word. I'd have sex with Ellen DeGeneres and her uh, partner. Oh fuck yeah! They're not ugly though. They're both fucking up. I see. I don't. I don't I'm know trying to think of the ugliest chick I would do. But Ellen DeGeneres is by far, or, or far from, you know. Yeah, they ain't really ugly, ugly. I mean, hey, but none of the people you're gonna pick on would be ugly, ugly. Hypothetical single version of me would go way lower than Ellen DeGeneres. Oh god, <laughs> fuck you, Woody. <laughs> That's. I'm thinking Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Susan Dude, Oprah. 
Oprah's so ugly. I have pictures that 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 no no. Oprah this isn't ugly. <laughs> yeah, I can never say what I wrote to Kyle over chat, but nope. But it caused him to say "fuck you, Woody." <laughs> no, I'm I sorry, world. Uh, Oprah's like Whoopi Goldberg's way uglier than Oprah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Oprah's oh, yeah. kind of oh, yeah. cute. Nah, Oprah's kept pretty rough, man. That's a lot of makeup they slap on her ass. So, to make I'll that. request that before the session. If that's a possibility, then perhaps. <laughs> yeah, but like when she's dolled up, she ain't bad looking, even at her age, even nowadays. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some photos that's really unflattering of her, but you can find those with everybody. Just bad camera angles, bad lighting, bad time of the day. Bad looking women. Uh, <laughs> I've seen ugly women before. Like, I mean, just you know, warts on their face, black teeth. Oh God! Wait, what? <laughs> that, yeah, that's a witch. Women. That's <laughs> called a witch. <laughs> you know, just you know, overweight, love handles everywhere, flying I mean, on a broom. There, there's a difference between a fat girl and somebody that's just overweight, just enough so you have to take a love handle. <laughs> I'd rather a girl be full on fat than have the love handle. Oof. You know what I'm talking about? Where where she looks straight until she takes her shirt off and then her stomach just rolls out? No, I haven't. Uh, haven't. Well, no, no, no. I, I just. Do we need a new topic? Yep. All right. <laughs> Lefty, looking at you. Hmm. There are two buttons. Pressing one gives you a million. Pressing the other gives you a 50-50 shot at 100 million. Which button do you pick? Um, I take the fifty-fifty shot because the expected. Well, right, it's tricky. So, from a math perspective, expected value. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, to do no, that. it's super simple. The expected value is fifty million, right? Yeah. In theory, if I said a button with a million and a fifty-fifty shot. At two million and one penny, then that two million and one penny is worth more. If I were to give you a thousand shots, then you would want to pick button B. But I'm not I'm giving you one shot, and it's like, do you want to lock in the million or do you want to go with that expected value? You know, is it, it tax free? Yeah. So, like, if, if to me, if it was a million versus th- a fifty-fifty shot at three million, then you know that fifty-fifty shot at three million is worth one and a half. Mm-hmm. So that, in one way, is the quicker, is the smarter way to go. I mean to say, but it's a tricky deal because a guaranteed million is a life changer. Yeah, you know, you have to be pretty wealthy for a million not to change your life. I'm gonna go with a guaranteed million, tax free. And it depends who you are, right? So if you had a million already. Then in this case, if it's a shot at the hundred million, is probably the way to go. You know, like you're already a millionaire, you're doing okay. The second million isn't worth as much to you as it would be to someone who's say flat broke. If I have twenty million, then absolutely I'm going for the fifty-fifty shot at the hundred because going from twenty to twenty-one million mm-hmm. means nothing. It's meaningless. You're probably happy about it. It's a good day, but you know, it, it's certainly not a life changer. Whereas if if you're done, you know if you're broke, if you're in debt maybe, then that first million is worth a ton to you. 
not yeah. even, it's not even the money. It's not even what you can buy with. It's just the peace of mind that you're getting with that with that button. That's that's what I've discovered as I went from you know whatever like it, it, towards being financially comfortable. I, my health insurance bill arrived today, <clears throat> and it's awesome not to like check and make sure I have enough in the bank to cover it. You know, it, like I'm not living week to week, and and there's a, a certain comfort and relaxation that comes with that. That that's what money gets you. Like to me, I don't need a new truck. Um, I don't need a new. My clothes are obviously awesome, right? So that's not a problem. <laughs> but <clears throat> um, I don't need another gun. Like none of the things that money gets you are are that valuable to me. Except, you know, like Forrest Gump said, you know, well, that's good. That's one less thing to worry about. That's mm-hmm. that's the nice thing. That's the only thing I won't fuck. I, I would, take the uh, shot. I take the shot at the hundred. We we yeah. We've asked this question before, and I will repeat my answer. It is that I would take the fifty fifty shot at the one hundred million. Yeah. Though I think it used to be ten million. Yeah, at a hundred million, I think I'll roll the dice too. What we should really do is party up. If we all get them, you know, with right, four, right, I mean, with four shots, almost one of us is we're virtually guaranteed. We'll probably have two hits and all get fifty million. We'll almost definitely have one hit and all get twenty five million. That would be the way to do to team up. Mm-hmm. But, the binomial um, distribution: if we have four shots and we only need one success. And the probability of a success on any given trial is 0.5. We have a 25% chance of um, of being guaranteed at least one. Binomial distribution. You said it backwards. So you said a 25% chance. We have a 75% chance of getting at least one. Okay, wait. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, no. I mean, that would be with that's the the binom- right the binomial distribution three. I'm looking at. That's the number of exactly one. That's four in a row. Oh, right. <laughs> that's point two five is the probability that we get exactly one out of four trials. So then one minus that would be shit. Seventy five percent. What seventy five percent? But I don't know what that would mean if. if <laughs> New topic. So we'd probably hit twice if we got four shots. Yeah. I think you've complicated this math more than you need to. I'm just trying to remember. Who cares? The fact is, <laughs> it's very unlikely that one person would not hit out of four tries on a 50-50. Yeah. Yep. So either way, you're walking away with 1,500% more money than you would by taking the guaranteed. Your math is wrong, but your your idea is right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Do we need a new topic again? Yes. Fuck, you guys are ripping through my topics. Um, This one came from Reddit. A lot of these have. What is one item that every male should own? A dick. <laughs> multi-tool. <laughs> a dick and a multi-tool? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> are they to be used together? I have nothing to do with the dick thing. <laughs> Um, but I would, I think every man should own a multi-tool. All right. I'd agree with that. And a rag soaked in chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> Lefty, you're thinking. I, I don't know. What, what, should, what does every man need? 
Mm, uh, I wanted. I don't know. Can't think of. Mine's a little stereotypical, and maybe I've been in the South for too long. But I came up with pickup truck. It it seems like once a month I use my truck as a truck, either hauling something to the dump or towing something or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love having a pickup truck in the family. If I had a like more property, I'd probably drive a car every day and have a pickup truck available. Um, I don't think I'd ever drive anything but a pickup truck. I, it's not even that I want to use it every day of the life. Like If I use my pickup truck three times a year, it justifies it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I mean, like I obviously use my my truck every day, like hauling trash to the dump and things like that. You wouldn't normally want to put in a car, but you can put trash bags in a car. It's just not very convenient, so that's not really considered using a truck. When I consider using a truck, is like when I got to pull a six thousand pound trailer or something like that, and that mm-hmm. only comes up maybe three times a year. Yeah, in in my case, what I have to take to the dump is hard to fit. Like, it's furniture. That's really what it is. Yeah, but and well, it's in that case, I use it like 12 times a year because I use it for other people's shit yep. that don't have a truck. <clears throat> I like having a truck. God, I'm a big fan of truck. I, I tell you I tell you one thing that helps, having a trailer with a truck. I hardly use my trailer. My buggy sits on it all the time. Well, I use mine because I have a six-and-a-half-foot bed. <laughs> my other truck has a five-and-a-half-foot bed, and the trailer's like eight feet. So it's like I have to make a full bed, and mm-hmm. it's easier to load as well since it's almost, you know, because you can put a ramp down and walk up the ramp, put it on there. You don't have to lift it tailgate high. All right, so Wing said a dick. I said a truck. Kyle said a multi-tool. I'm going to change I'm being funny. I'm going to change mine. Maglite flashlight. <laughs> but it only works half of the time. Oh, you want to bash people with it during the daytime. Okay. Wait, oh, oh, I was like, <laughs> why only half the time? Like, mag lights are awesome. Yeah, I was like, is Kyle shitting on mag lights? Yeah, what's wrong with it? But you're saying sometimes there's light out. Yeah, sometimes there's light out, but the, the fact is it, it can work as a, a tool you hit people with, too. <laughs> All right. It's an Air Force aluminized steel. Fucking hurts. Mag lights are awesome. I, I, I've told this on PKA before, but I, I used to go off-roading a lot. And um, everyone here knows what a jack stand is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna find an image of it for people. Well, watching another thing, the show. If you're if you're a guy with a truck, buy some fucking tie downs. Don't fucking jerry rig that shit and drive it down the highway. That pisses me off. So this is a jack stand. You can even see one in use here. Oh, this guy needs you, jack stands. You're not stands showing a picture of the Mexican a... with like the the two by four. Are you? No. Here, this is how you, they're meant to be used. They hold up your car. I saw a guy who didn't have jack stands, and instead he used mag light flashlights to hold his car up, just like this picture the viewers are seeing on screen. Hmm. It could be doable, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really bend. It, it it held it up okay. It seemed wobbly as hell to me because it didn't have like a flared out base. I, I've seen I've seen some stupid shit like that. I've seen a, like a guy like almost have a car on its <clears> side held up with a 2x4 trying to work on it. Dude, mag lights are badass. There's no doubt about it. But Lefty hasn't picked anything. What should a guy own? Are we talking like a man, like man's man? Here? We're talking about a man. I, I like, kind of left it out show. undefined. Like on on Reddit, one of the top answers was a bathroom man. trash can with a lid because the ladies appreciate that. Yeah. Wait. A place to take a shit with a door on it. 
I don't even need that. I mean, because you don't want the dog looking at you. The dog can be in there with me, as far as I care. <laughs> I bet the dog doesn't feel the same. Yeah, no, I, I've had the dogs join me in the bathroom, and it's like you're gonna regret this, bitch. <laughs> See, bitch, see what I did there? But yeah, uh, 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 they, they, they try to get that. They try to go in between leg and get sniffy, smack them on the nose, and shoo them away. That's not a Great Dane problem. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Great Dane problem? Kiss you in the mouth? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they put their their paws on your shoulders and say it's time now. <laughs> That's a Great Dane problem. So, Lefty, what's your oh, a bathroom That's my with a answer. Door? A place to take a shit with a door on it. Privacy. That's a, that's a woman answer. What are you talking about? I, mean, I like to be. This, I like the same problem. The solidarity of taking a taking a shit or leaving a shit. And you don't even have a family yet. You like this is a horrible thing to admit, but there have been times where I go to the bathroom and I think I enjoy the time alone like the time out as much as i enjoy the poo itself there you go it's just my, like, my girlfriend always questions I, t- I take a piss with the door open and like she's like close the door i'm like why you can <laughs> see it i'm like you've seen it before what's the deal <laughs> i i like to keep the magic there you know, every couple mm-hmm. does their own thing some you know totally like pass gas and poo in front of each other and stuff you don't mm-hmm. fart in front of your wife no, I mean like it's happened. You know. Come on now, I, I, I Dutch oven them motherfuckers. Oh god! <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> oh no! Uh, no. Yeah, in, in general, like you know, if I was a perfect person, she'd not even know that I do that. But why? You, your body passes gas naturally. <laughs> I hear you, and some people run that way, and that's fine. Some people don't consider the relationship really good until they can start passing gas in front of each other. But then there's others like me who, um, you know, it, try to keep a little of the mystery there. I've done that before. I, I've, I've like farted on the couch and my girlfriend immediately starts walking toward me. And I'm like, I just farted over here. You want to head the other way. Well, well, I don't understand this line of thinking at all because look at it this way. This is a person that you may be investing your time into to become a spouse or a wife or somebody that will take care of you in old age. Or you take care of them in old oh, They should know every part of your body and how it works. <laughs> and if you're with somebody, Wait if you're with somebody, you know every, they need to see their. They need to see your pancreas. <laughs> That's the most I important imagine, part of a marriage. I imagine Wing's girlfriend like standing up right now and taking some rubber gloves off and being like, uh huh, yeah. and walking out of the room like she's been there the whole time exploring. I want to see like a, a lower intestine examination. <laughs> but the fact is, here, this is real shit. If if you're going out with somebody and you're not willing to wipe their ass, they're not the person for you. Wait, what? If you're going out with somebody and you're not willing to wipe their ass, they're not the person for you. The thing is, I think there's a distinction between that, like, stepping up when you need it and, you know, introducing it every day. And I get that. Like, some people run their thing differently, right? You know, there's plenty of successful married couples who who have no mystery whatsoever. But then there's successful married couples who who do. Mm-hmm. This dog's having nightmares and shit. <laughs> Way to stay on topic. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's like, you guys want to talk cod ghost? Sure. Are you excited about what you've seen so far? No. <clears throat> I am. I like it. 
You like I, I want to see something wait, multiplayer. Wait, Wings, what'd you say? You like every COD. I like every one more than the one before, mostly. Now, there's, I didn't, I didn't like World at War, but I didn't play it a ton. Like, I don't hide that. And, um... Uh, I just I didn't the sound whoring sucked because you like wore reindeer bells or something while you played, and it's hacked to hell and and I got into it late. You, you complain of World of War sound whoring, but you you like forgot all about the two Black Ops games. You bring up a good point. Um, and then there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, Modern Black Warfare Ops Two, Modern worst. Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Two was the worst fucking game in the history of the COD series. I played COD Two before Modern Modern Warfare Two's noob tubes were so fucking broken that people don't even realize how broken everything else is. And I know there's like this, there's two hundred thousand people right now upset that I'm talking about this shit again. <laughs> but um, Modern Warfare, so the ACR was OP. The UMP was OP. These things were every bit as bad as, like, the FAMAS was in Black Ops 1. And people don't even talk about it because the noob tube was so OP, was so broken, and the commando knife knife lunge was so frustrating that people didn't even talk about flaws that were considered to be the most significant problems in other Call of Duties. Yep. I was sort of thinking about it the other day. Like, people get upset that I use the Cat 40, and I make a joke about it. You know, Cat 40, Jordy, motherfuckers! <laughs> you know? But the Cat 40 is banned from MLG play, but think about Modern Warfare 2. There was five submachine gun secondaries. Yeah. yeah. I, dude, I don't have any problem with the Cat 40. I don't have a problem with any of them. Did, people I mean, gave me crap in Black Ops 1 about using the FAMAS a lot. And, like, here's how that happened. I used all the guns, but the FAMAS was the best gun. So oftentimes the ones that made it on YouTube were FAMAS-based. I had like 20 FAMAS gameplays or something by the end of the first year. You know, it comes out in November. By the end of the year, um, so within two months or a month and a half, I had all these FAMAS games, and everyone's like, ah, Woody's all about the FAMAS, etc. Then I stopped using it. I stopped using the FAMAS cold for the next 10 months and I still had this goddamn only use the FAMAS reputation that I couldn't shake. It, it sucks. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, <clears throat> Black Ops 2 is by far the fastest Call of Duty they've ever put out. You think? Would you agree with that? Fastest paced? I'm thinking. Um, yeah, maybe. Modern Warfare 3 was also fast, but Black Ops 2 I think is the fastest. And it, it's gotten to the point where the game has gotten so fast that if you don't use the really good weapons... You're at a huge disadvantage to the point you can't even bother getting a game. Like to I was me, using a... the middles don't work. Like that's my opinion. Uh, you can use the really fast ones, like the the shotgun, the Cap 40, and some of the uptight stuff. Or you can use the distance stuff, like um, LMG with a target finder. Mm-hmm. But if you run around and try to grab people at mid distance with an assault rifle, like you could in previous CODs, it's just Doesn't not work. as good a strategy as it once was. You, you either got to be in their face or you got to be a long way away from them. And you got to play a long way away from them. There's no in-between in this game. Uh, and yeah. it, control the engagement, baby. <laughs> it's hard to control the engagement. Like, how many times have you killed somebody and they're, like, right there behind you on top of you again? Never. I'm, I'm perfect. I don't think I have a death yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, you're like 25,000 and 0? What kind of KD is that? That's something like that. Yeah, infinity yeah. is my KD. <laughs> um... Yeah, but you're right. You're right. You got to stay either far away or right on top of them. In the middles, you'll get eaten up by someone who's doing one of those. It, it, it's, 
you, it forces you to use the good stuff like the Cat 40. If for, like, if I use the SWAT, I'm almost required to go Cat 40 because I need that submachine gun secondary in case I get hit with one of those close-up guys. One of the things I like about Black Ops 2, though, is there are a lot of good guns to choose from, right? Like, think about the OP guns. People fuss about the PDW, the FAL, the Cap 40. They fuss about the snipers. They fuss about the LMGs. They fuss about the AN94. They fuss about the SCAR. They like X- XM8, dude. XM is that the M8? XM8. Yeah, yeah. Um, like in my I'm hands, nobody fusses about the C4. That's the one thing that pisses me off. I hear you. C four is crazy powerful. You can't get away from it. C four is retarded. And like, <laughs> let me let me point this out. I'm pointing point, point to you, whoever's watching. You. I don't like it. <laughs> point to you. When you watch a 200 plus gameplay, there's a reason these people have PDWs, MSMCs, and C4 on their class because those are the classes that get 200 plus kills. You don't see them use Target Finder because Target Finder doesn't give them 200 plus kills. Target Finder is not broken or overpowered. It doesn't aim for you. And these maps are so small, mm-hmm. you have to be oblivious not to see the person. You don't need the target finder. It's There's only a couple situations. Like sometimes when they're looking... For example, um, I think the map is called Slum. There's a big statue in the middle. And mm-hmm. you're standing by bricks looking into the window by C-Dom. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. Wait, yeah. You know, when he's in that window... Looking down toward toilet. Mm-hmm. I don't know where toilet is. Toilet's uh, next to like the Humvee, row of Humvees and stuff. No, I'm on the other side of the map. There's like a garage there. Mechanic looking into plaque. Oh, do you call? I call plaque bricks. But yeah. I yeah. All right. So you're there and you're looking. You're actually looking the other way into the window. Yeah. The target finder helps there. Like there's a couple of those situations looking into windows of darkened rooms where the target finder helps me locate the other guy. And that's where if if that person wanted to actually be stealthy, that's where cold blood would help him. Yeah, his name yeah. wouldn't appear. He wouldn't appear on the target finder, and he'd have an advantage because when you use the target finder, most people rely on it. That's where cold blood is shines. They rely mm-hmm. on the target finder, so you jump out there. They're waiting for something to go. Bing! You, can, you can get a jump on them. And um, uh, the other thing about target finder is, if to me, it kind of hurts me when I'm way up close. Like you know, it gives mm-hmm. you tunnel vision and such. So you know, I would rather be iron sights. I think on some guns, it, so it's like it gives you that advantage looking across the map. But it takes it away when you're right up close. It's not as OP as people say. I, I just don't. People look for reason to bitch. Yeah. Like the 70 shotgun, in my opinion, is worse than the target finder. In terms of OPness. In, in terms of annoyingness. And see, not to me. Like you, how many times have you got? I left you laughed. I see. Um, I couldn't do well, just, it. How many times have you been playing and you just straight up get shit on by a shotgun? I feel like the shotgun should kill at the same speed my assault rifle kills in its primary. Now, in, in see, the scenario. thing about the shotgun and the snipers is that when you die from them, they feel totally OP. But when you use them, you're very aware of their negatives, you know, which is that they suck at the wrong range. It, it, when I use an 870... Yeah, but here's here's the 870's problem. The maps aren't the wrong range for it. They're small. These are the smallest maps in COD history. Nah, if I run around slums, there's a bunch of lines of sight where I just struggle to, to manage an 870 on if i run around raid there's a bunch of line like you know that it's hard to get from one side of raid to the other with an 870 without bumping into somebody who has a ranged preference on you 
you know, Nuketown, I can I can use an 870 really well. Standoff is by far my favorite 870 map. Um, I'm okay on raid, even though I just called it out. But there's a, it just seems like when I use an 870, there are times where I have to sprint. You know, like it, as a as a tip for you guys out there, when you use a shotgun and you're going across the middle, you want to make sure you never run out of sprint in the open with a shotgun. So you know, don't go sprinting toward the open. Sprint once you get there. Um, but anyway, yeah, the 870 and the sniper, when you're in the wrong range, those things are, are not so OP. But when you die to them, it's like, oh my god, that thing is the easiest weapon in the world. I feel like I just got ripped off. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to put two and two together. What's that? Generally people, generally people that use the A70 and that kill me are like 8 and 22. That's a good point then. Then it's not that OP. It's not that o- It's not that OP, but it's. I, I didn't say it was OP. I said it was annoying. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that too. <laughs> it's annoying. One thing I like about Black Ops 2, and it's proven out by the pro players, is there are so many good weapons to use. You know, Black Ops 1 was a FAMAS fest. It was all FAMAS with an occasional shotgun being played. In Black Ops 2, you see guys snipe, you see them shotgun, you see them SMG, you see them assault rifle. They just banned the FAL, which I was going to make a whole video on. They shouldn't have done They shouldn't it. ban the FAL. No. Nope. They shouldn't. So the, the problem with the FAL... FAL is a skill-based gun. Yes, that's my argument too. It's skill-based and it's scuff controller-based. So I'm going to put the mic on, on the camera on me. This is a scuff controller, right? So there's halo jumps around the side. Everyone knows about that. But the other thing are these trigger stops. <clears throat> this thing is only halfway out. I don't know if I have a regular controller. Or you can just use the PS3 controller and there's an actual button that you get to press, which is better than the scuffs. Um, <laughs> yeah, the PS3 button doesn't have the same issue. Yeah, but then you got to play on a PlayStation 3. <laughs> so this is the travel to shoot on a scuff controller, and it's very small. So normally this trigger would be out and you know twice as far as you see it now. It's halfway pressed so that it shoots... Like, as soon as I touch this button. And because of this little stopper on the bottom, it doesn't go all the way in. Normally, this thing here would go, like, flush with the side of the controller. So, pros, not me, but pros can shoot this thing with a scuff controller faster than it shoots fully auto. That I was just reading about this. And um, this presents a problem. In the hands of a pro, the FAL combined with that controller is so powerful that they had to ban it from competition. But <clears throat> me, I just watched. I disagree. I just watched some competition, and I didn't see that much FAL. I seen a lot of XM8, seen a lot of MSMC. I don't know if it's banned in what you saw. I know um, Optic Big Timer uses it all the time, and he this crushes. This one where uh, 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 Fraco beat Envy for the champion thing. That, that happened twice this year. <laughs> um, but anyway, they banned it, and I disagree with the problem. Because here's the thing. When I use the FAL, especially the semi-auto one, I have, like, I, I feel like I'm saying I suck, and I don't like to say I suck, but shooting semi-auto hurts my accuracy. Like it's, it's, you got to do two things at once at this point. you got to control yeah. the rate of fire with your finger plus aim. Right. And sometimes when I shoot semi-auto, I, um, like... It's just not consistent. Like, if I hold the button down, I know exactly what I'm going to get. I'll shoot, like, boom, 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 boom. And that is less valuable to me than the fully auto is. I think it sucks that they ban the FAL because it's only OP in the hands of an OP player. 
and I like things in the game that increase the skill gap. And we started this off by talking about COD Ghost. Lean is coming in. People who utilize lean properly and take Ruby advantage cappers. of like lag compensation. You know how now if you if you're tucked behind a barrel and I pop up and shoot, I have an advantage on you because I know about that pop up and shoot before you do because you get it the information like a tenth of a second delayed. If I pop out of if I use cover in such a way that I pop out, shoot and come back now, I have an advantage on you because of lag. You know, I I'm the first guy to know about my movement. That's why rushing is so effective in these games because the guy who's doing the rushing knows about stuff before the guy who reacts to the rushing. Anyway, in COD Ghost, they brought in Lean, they brought in Slide, and Hurdle I don't know about. But Lean and Slide were the two things that caught my attention. They brought in Mantling like in Battlefield 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just said that, right? I don't know what I just no, said. No, no, no. Lean and Slide. You, you had Lean and Slide. Lean, Slide, and then the Mantling, I'm not sure how that's going to affect the gameplay. But what I like about it, it looked like you could shoot during the slide. I hope I'm right about that. If you can shoot during the slide, and then People you can lean... complain about it. <laughs> If you can shoot during the slide and you can lean, then there are things being introduced into Call of Duty that increase the skill gap, right? And there are some games, and COD is kind of this way a little bit, where like it's everyone's KD is dropping, it seems. like Good players are having dropping KDs, and bad players are having rising KDs, and everyone's just headed towards this like flip a coin on who wins, as opposed to like Quake, for example. I'm not a Quake player, so I'm talking out of turn, but in that game... The skill gap is so critical that a bad player will never beat a good one. Whereas in COD, you know, sometimes that can happen. If the next COD Ghost brings in stuff like Lean and Slide, and it enables really skilled players to beat bad players, then I'm psyched about that. If, um, you know, just in, in back to the FAL, that's a weapon that in the hands of a good player is great. I like that too. You know, go ahead. Increase the skill gap. Let people aspire to become better players than they are now. I like that in a video game. I'd be insulted by them banning the FAL because <coughs> FAL is a skill-based gun. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's really good with it, they're really good with it. That's saying that somebody else on the enemy team, it's not that they're at an unfair advantage. They're just not as good with the FAL as the other person. Right. If you're a casual COD player, right, and right now as we play this, you have like three days played, then... You probably don't pwn with a semi-auto FAL like you do with, say, a PDW or an AN-94. Like those guns, to me, are really forgiving of the spray and pray. You know, when I shoot the PDW, I bet half my kills are hip fire. You know, I just spray it all the time. It's really forgiving that way. The FAL, you, know, you got to do it right. You got to aim. You got to shoot at the same time. You got to be on target. You got to have a you know, consistent semi-auto you know, trigger finger. It's a skill-based gun. Don't ban that stuff. And when you come out with the next COD, throw in some skill-based factors and separate the good players from the bad ones. What you're talking about, if you can slide while shoot, I don't understand it at all. Why would they institute something like that but nerf drop shot for every game since Modern Warfare 2? I'm with you. Yeah, nerfing drop shot is the sort of thing that closes the skill gap? Yeah, that's what I'm looking yeah, to say. Yeah. That, that, that takes away that skill gap. Back in COD 4... As you dropped, you were just as accurate, if not more, than when you were standing. Um, and and you dropped really fast. Now you drop slower, and there's an accuracy um, nerf. Penalty to the point where it's almost like hip-firing ADS. Yep, yep, yeah. So it, if people don't understand gaming terms, they never do in my videos. But nerf <laughs> is to make something worse, and buff is to make something better. They've been nerfing the drop shot, it seems like, every COD for five years now. And 
then they institute the slide thing, which would be better in the drop shot if I'm picturing how it's going to be instituted. <coughs> yeah, like, I so hope I have running it. Running sprint, I can slide and start shooting. I'll rip somebody that just plays the game casually to death with that. I like low recoil guns too. Am I alone in this? No, I liked them when they had higher recoil because that increases the skill gap because it gives you another factor to control. Like Black Ops 1, I had around a 4 KD. I did. You can look it up. It's 3.85. No one called you a liar, Wings. It's, it's, it's <laughs> okay. reason, look it up! The reason I'm not that, lying! The reason for that is the Blackbird, the fact that in the re, the, every gun in that game had a recoil pattern that was different, and once you mastered it, you were better with that person, even if they were using the same St- gun. A quick interruption. The recoil pattern. Black Ops 2, my KD was 45. Look it up. Get on my level. Okay, he's got That I don't KD. believe. I don't believe that. Look it up. My Black Ops KD, 2 KD, is like 2.5, and it's like 2.33 on PlayStation. There might have been a boosting lobby involved. <laughs> oh, he's talking about Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wings, back uh, me up. You've seen I, it? I, I've seen it. I've seen it, but I thought, but I'm just going to say it was 33, not 45. Uh, it started out at 90. I don't know where it ended. And Wings used to give me shit. He's like, yeah, he can't maintain no, that dude, KD. Dude, Who I was, can maintain like a 90? People. Who maintains was, a 90 KD? There was three people on my friends list that had a legitimate <laughs> KD at the end of that game. That had what? A legitimate KD. Like oh, yeah. The yeah. number actually reflected the, what the they did. Modern Warfare 2, they messed it up because... Every time you prestige, you lost all your stuff. And um, in particular, Dead Silence, you didn't earn it to like level 40. So if you wanted to play game battles, you couldn't prestige. Otherwise, you were stuck with no Dead Silence the whole time. So, I boosted. Bite me. <laughs> hey, I made a lot of money off those boosting lobbies. Did you? I didn't. I just I got uh, mine free. And that's well, it. I, I pimped them out on videos and like sold them, and I got like a percentage of the cut. Yeah, I, I don't mind. So people have heard me say this, so I'll say it and fast forward. The kind of cheating that hurts other players, I don't like. You know, like if you're running around in God mode, that sucks. Or even double health, that sucks. If you're doing um, like an auto aim, like an aimbot type thing, that totally sucks. I see people in Black Ops 2, I've never actually seen it, but I've seen them online, who are like 16th prestige. Right? Black Ops 2 doesn't even go to 16. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Knock yourself out. You can be 130th prestige. I've never died and thought, well, that's not fair. He was 9th prestige. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's... What do you got there, Wings? This asshole left his empty beer bottles in my office. Not cool. That isn't cool. But yeah, so the kind that's of... A man, that's a party file. The kind well, of... Break, you break my controller and you leave empty beer bottles? Well, he yeah. broke it because he was drunk. Oh, yeah. Cause and effect there. I see. But, How um, many empties are there? Sorry to keep interrupting. <laughs> We're not going to let him finish. There's two of them. Two beer queer, huh? I will. I'm, I'm assuming there's two because there's two caps. All right, new topic. Someone else do it. <laughs> <laughs> let me see those caps again. Let me see those caps. Were those Bud Light caps? Oh, they were. Uh, are those twist ops? Wait, were they Bud Light uh, Platinums? Were they Bud Light Platinum or just regular Bud Light? Regular BL. Okay. Regular BL. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. Isn't that what urine tastes like? right or left-handed. Salty Bud now, Light. Now, I'm not much of a... Is what urine tastes like. <laughs> I'm not much of a beer aficionado, but is that a Pilsner? I believe it is, yeah. All right. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, well, so, what kind of, so what kind of cheating makes you mad, Woody? The kind that hurts the other people. It says superior drinkability. <laughs> 
He's so pissed. Fuck you. I'm going to eat cookies into the mic for the rest of the show. So go ahead, Kyle. Come up with a no, topic. No, that's fine. Whenever, whenever you guys talk about Call of Duty, I okay, just get to so, cruise Reddit and stuff. So, so did you guys catch, you guys. This, uh, catch this like terrorist attack? It doesn't seem like a terrorist attack, but that's what they're calling it in London the other day. The guy yes. where he got to beheaded? Yeah. So for those who don't know, apparently these two guys literally beheaded a British soldier in the streets of London with, with, with like cutlery. With like a meat cleaver and a knife, and their hands were bloodied, and they didn't run away. They stayed, and they were filmed by I guess like a people standing around on cell phone cameras. And he's like, I I I can't I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said something to the to the letter of like an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. You know, I'm sorry your women had to see this, but our women see this every day. Remove your government. Mm-hmm. And in the background, there's this soldier laying out there like decapitated. It was fucking hardcore. And then the cops showed up and just gunned him down. Yeah, but see, I would have gunned him down well before the cops showed up. Yeah. Not, not over there you wouldn't because you don't yeah, have any you guns. you wouldn't have yeah, a gun. They, 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 yeah, they, but they, that's they, the whole point. Wings I mean, is like, like, I got my mag light, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody, where's, somebody the please. Where, where's the fucking salt of these British men to let them cut <laughs> one of their fellow soldiers' heads off? Guys, somebody please Photoshop a picture of Wings battling a terrorist in the street. The terrorist has a meat cleaver, Wings has a mag light, and they're like they're like they're like mid battle. And like 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 the mag light and the meat cleaver are like hitting each other. Like like I want that Photoshop picture. Like it might be the next background of PKA. Yes. yes. How about that? I thought I had the mag light like a lightsaber and I'm battling with it. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Wings of Redemption shining the light on terrorism since 1987. But the fact is, where's the salt of these British men? This was like a bar scenario, and it piled out into the street. Where's his buddies? Where's all the people like that? You're going to let this man... Well, what about the guy filming him? Oh, all the motherfuckers standing around filming it. Like, he's while he's while this guy is giving his manifesto, there's other people that could just tackle him nah, and man. beat the shit out of him. Nah, he's got bloody hands and, like, a par- like Kimbo meat cleavers. Yeah, look, I don't give a look, shit. I would kick him right in his heart. No, no. Okay, so <laughs> what would happen if that happened in America? Um, if, if let's just say that I'm standing there on the street, if I'm not armed, I'm it, now. If they're in the process of murdering the guy, if the guy is screaming for help, that is one thing. Then I think you know people need to intercede. They need to jump in there, like throw rocks, whatever, sticks, whatever. <laughs> Hit the guy with your shoes if that's what it takes. But it looks to me like they just like quickly killed this guy, and then the the real show where people were standing around watching was the actual like Kyle, basically butchering of the guy. You, you grew up on a farm, yeah. It takes a while to cut somebody's head off with a meat cleaver. It does. I haven't. I didn't grow up on a farm, but I have access to the internet, and I can confirm that. It, it it's not it's not a quick it's not like the movies. You ain't got like a katana that's sharpened to the point of a thousand times over. No. If given the choice, good hits, based on my internet viewing stuff. habits, if given the choice between having your head chainsawed off and chopped off with a knife or meat cleaver, pick the chainsaw. Oh yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. how you want it done. But, but and the fact is, this was not a, a like a, a ten second thing. This was like a two or three minute job he had to do to get this guy's head off. Hmm. I he's think gonna he's going to be dead. gargling, he's going to be screaming, he's going to be begging for help, and these people are standing around trying to get a YouTube video. I, I don't think that's the case. I I, I don't YouTube think money. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Worst case scenario, a world star hip-hop video. Google Cash. <laughs> world star hip-hop. <laughs> but the fact is, even if I couldn't beat these guys physically, I'd get in my truck and try to run them over. <clears throat> 
So yeah, that is that is that absolutely. I you know if I'm driving and I'm like, oh, let's just drive on through London. Oh, and there's some terrorists hacking a man's head off. Let's run them over. Just bam, hit him right with your fucking butt. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe drive by and like do those moves where you open the door on him really hard, hit him mm. with the door. Yeah, that, that would disorient him enough. I guarantee there's a goddamn meat Dude, cleaver. That would be the most viral YouTube video ever if you if you had like the terrorists like la, 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 about to hack the guy. You know what I'm talking about, Lefty? And then all of a sudden, like <laughs> like. Like, Lefty drives in in his pickup truck, like, opens the door and sends the terrorists flying, jumps out, full KKK gear, and is like, yeah, and he, he's like, I'm wearing an American flag as a kid. I, I just yes, yes, yes you, you pull out an enormous American flag, like, the flag itself is, like, 12 feet long, and you're waving it, and then you spear the terrorist there in the streets with How the flag. How about I'm driving Bigfoot? How about you that? Are, yes, you are driving Bigfoot. Yes, and then and then you piss on him, Wings of Redemption style. <laughs> you know what the guy had? The that terrorist. Would be, uh, who? How would you report that a terrorist organization of Muslims was trying to cut a British soldier's head off? Well, apparently a hate group member driving a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> some guy was talking about those terrorists, and he made a really good point. So the terrorists claimed to be some sort of like Muslim peace-loving guy who was just trying to demonstrate how horrible mm-hmm. we are by beheading people. And the guy's like, if I'm a vegetarian and I eat 100 cheeseburgers to demonstrate to you how horrible not being a vegetarian is, then I'm not a vegetarian. I'm something else. I'm a mm-hmm. cheeseburglar. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. and anyway, I thought it was a good point. It's like, yeah, you know, this guy lost his title as like, you know, Muslim pacifist or whatever, as soon as he beheaded somebody. But what he said about the atrocities being committed <laughs> against innocent people in, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan and I don't get. I don't give like a shit that. about that. If, if, if those two guys cut my brother's head off in the middle of the street, I'd shoot them on the fucking courthouse steps. Uh, they, yeah, I find it interesting. I'm wondering like how the police call went because the normal police don't have guns there. They've got whistles and sticks and shit. So I, I imagine the police call. I imagine the police call is like, you know, they call nine one. I don't know what you British people call. Here we call nine one one for emergencies. You know, they they call six eight eight or whatever the fuck you guys dial. And they're like, hey, we need the police right now. And they're like, okay, what's we'll No, 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 the real police, the ones with guns. Like, like, what do you ask for? Like, no, we need some people shot. Can you ask for cops with guns in the UK? Or, at least, or it's not the UK. Obviously no. you can, because when they showed up, they were guns blazing. Because there are cops with guns, just not all of them, right? Yeah, it's more like a SWAT. I, I almost imagine it as, like, the distinction we have between, like, police officers we see day to day and, like, SWAT teams that we see, you know, on a Friday night mm. after someone calls them and sends them to our residence. No one else thought that was funny. Yeah, SWAT team body armor and weapons. Figure that's a noise complaint joke, but okay. No, it's a swatting joke. I, I just don't oh. see it. Like, like everybody's overlooking this. That, that that guy had a family. I mean, who who knows why he's in the military? What was his job in the military? He could be like fucking you know Polly Shore, water treatment. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's oh. a pool man? The, the pool, he's talking about the British. <laughs> The British soldier who was killed, he, he's like, you know, that, that guy could have been Polly Shore, the water treatment guy. Dude, that was a great movie. Everybody hates on Polly Shore. That and that Son-in-Law. You ever see Son-in-Law? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Polly Shore made some funny shit back in the day. Mm-hmm. I wonder where the that fact guy is, it, being in the military doesn't mean you're a grunt. 
Right. Neither just like being in Afghanistan doesn't mean you're a terrorist that should be have a drone exactly. drop bomb on you. So. Oh, you would take drop. the terrorist side. <laughs> I mean, but we drop. But there are legitimacies to to what the guy was saying about how um, allied forces. I can't just say American here because it happened in in uh, London. But they get to decide where these battle zones are, and they get thus they get to decide what killing is sanctioned because this killing in London obviously isn't sanctioned. But the murder that happens every day in battle zones in the Middle East are sanctioned because. Oh well, well, who defines the battle zone? Oh well, we do, but you're the one doing the killings. Well, yeah, it's like, well, then, how do you decide? To 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 these people that are getting killed in battle zones that that are innocent bystanders or bystanders is just, you know, it's like, oh well, you know, it sucks that it happens, but it happens. They're in a battle zone. If they don't like it, they should get the fuck out. It's like, well, this is the home to these people. And they see atrocities every single day. They are harassed by soldiers. They see family members murdered by soldiers. They see family members uh, uh, vaporized by bombs dropped from drones. The White House admitted today to just killing four U.S. citizens in a drone strike. Four U.S. citizens without due process of any kind. Are you sure it wasn't three? Was it three? It was four. I thought it was like... Three of them were citizens? Something like, I, I thought like, yeah, it was like, okay, oh, yeah, sorry, we've used drones to kill citizens. four people, but three were bad guys. Like, that's how I read the story. <laughs> Wait a minute. But something, somebody somewhere, a citizen was completely denied due process, just vaporized by a drone strike bomb. And that's just, that's us doing it to ourselves. These people, it's just, you know, how do you... I, I don't disagree with you, Lefty. If I was put in their situation, I'd do the exact thing. Anybody would. Woody would. Kyle would. Right, the next day you're, you're If there was Chinese tanks rolling down Dongola Highway and they wanted to rape my mother and they wanted to take my sister and make her a slave, I would fight them tooth and nail too. Any <coughs> human being would. You know, I've talked about this, like, government oppression, privacy violations, etc. And I swear it feels a little tinfoil hat. I realize this black guy removes my credibility, but... but <laughs> But I feel like it's not just a tinfoil hat. Like, they really are spying on us without due process in a way that didn't happen before the Internet. You know, mm-hmm. before the Internet, you had to get a warrant. You had to tap a phone. You had to get a license. Now, they just monitor. What was the program? What was it called? Like, Ulysses? But there was a worse name before it that that was meant to capture every email in the United States. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I know from uh, from fiction is the Echelon program, but that's from like you know Sam Fisher, uh, Splinter Cell fiction. Um, um, I swear that might be it. But you say you know it is fiction. Yeah, I know it from fiction. I'm assuming it's fictional. The whole idea. I mean, the ability for the government to record digital media without warrants is is a thing. They do that with supercomputers at the NSA, and they, you know the FBI is admitted to it. Um, but what what it's actually called, I know it through fiction as the Echelon right. system. I've forgotten the name of it. But anyway, yeah, there was a legit system, and they, you have to work with ISPs because of the way the Internet works. And they were, they were monitoring email traffic without warrants just for, like, random shit, you know, presidential threats or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen before the Internet. You know, they're, they're monitoring all our traffic. They're doing so much more privacy invasion than they used to do. That killing people with drone strikes, like that's real bullshit, right? Like you shouldn't be doing that. 
I don't know that it's drastically different than cops just shooting people in some other way, but it's a concern of mine. You know, like I, uh, I have issues with our government getting more powerful, invading our privacy more than they ever did before. And, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't let people try to tell you that you're a crazy tinfoil hat. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. No, you did not get a Sunday. I hate you. <laughs> what? The show. what? What I the quit. fuck? I quit. Is there a cherry on that? No, there's... um. She, All right, then. She put... I guess I'll show you. Please show us. So it's... Uh, I don't know what kind of ice cream it is. I'll find out soon. And there's cookies on the top with whipped cream. I quit. I quit the show. Can we end the show, please? I'm <laughs> done now. I quit. Give up. Well, they got another 15 minutes. That looks so good. I'll let you know. <laughs> um, but but anyway, I, I you know because I, I know there are going to be people, especially with the connect thing, and mm-hmm. you know it's it's technology. I was I was told by some some person that it's technology, man. It's the future, man. What's wrong? It's like no. There's nothing wrong with wanting privacy. There's nothing wrong, especially from the government. There's nothing wrong with being like, hey, government, you and I agreed to this whole thing called the, the this Constitution thing. Mm-hmm. That's a covenant between us. I know how you can act, or, or I know how you're going to respond to my actions. That is the basis for our system of government here in America. And we have these set of rules, that things that you can't take away from me. And here you are trying to take things away from That's not cool. You, you just can't do that on a whim. There has to be a process, and the, the, the document itself tells you how to change it. And that hasn't happened, but still, all these things just start disappearing. I, Why is some guy with a high school degree patting me down, feeling my balls before I get on a plane? No. no, no. I apologize for that, by the way. <laughs> you were wearing tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I went past high school that just the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> but would you, wrong would with you that, feel though. better if the TSA agent who funded you was more educated? No, that's just a that's just a dig at the TSA because fuck okay. the TSA. I, I don't like the TSA either. Those guys are dicks. I like the guy who like was refusing the pat down, so he like stripped down naked and walked through. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a hero. They arrested him. <laughs> they arrested him. He's yep. probably a sex offender now. No. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, why is that a sex offender? Like, what? What's there's nothing sex involved in that. Well, the TSA get away gets away with big sex offenders. They can select children, and they just they just take you back there. And there are stories of people trying to sue the TSA because all of a sudden this guy just starts feeling up children in their feeling up their genitals, and it's like, what are you? No, it's my child. What are you doing? Because once they go back there, they just start touching. You. And they're like, well, I'm the TSA. What are you going to do about it? Be like, I want cool. her. <laughs> <laughs> you and me. I uh, I really do not like the TSA. I feel like they're uh, they're completely unneeded. That's the sort of thing that I wish the government would privatize. I wish there was some private um, like security force of some kind that that would that we could hold accountable when they did shit wrong. The TSA it, is a private. No, cow? it used to be. It's not anymore. They're under Homeland Security now. Oh. Um, I right. want, I want, I want like Jim's security service doing the the airport in Atlanta, and like Joe's security service doing the airport in New York, and and them to be held accountable. So if Jim's security service does something inappropriate, 
you're going out of business. You're you're losing your license. You're you know you're 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 going to jail. We're doing this to you. None of this bullshit. Where oh, it was a federal employee. You know we can't do anything about this. So I've actually we'll given this a lot of thought, them. right? And <laughs> frequent listeners will hear some repeat thoughts here, but there are some things that capitalism doesn't do well, right? And one of them that comes to mind is healthcare. You know, if you have syphilis then it will eventually make you go crazy and it will kill you. You will pay a million dollars for 50 cents worth of penicillin. For that reason, there are issues with pure capitalism in healthcare because people can just rape the sick. If you build drugs, it is to your advantage to treat high blood pressure and just send them pills until their death, You know, even if it's prolonged, right? Like even if you're keeping them healthier, you don't want to cure high blood pressure. You want to treat it so that they stay lifelong customers. Things like that make capitalism not a good fit for medical care. On the topic of security, which led us here, if you put capitalism in security, then you have a risk of getting the lowest bidder, right? And do you want the low? Like, the people will judge your security what based on Kyle wants them based on politeness, right? You know, if they start touching the kids and all of a sudden that security firm gets hired and the next one brings in. So maybe we'll end up with security firms that don't do security. You know, I've got the fastest security lines in the business, right? And there's just like a fucking turned off metal detector that everyone channels through. You know, I, I, I can absolutely come up with a, a system that is a thousand times faster than the TSA we have now. It's not secure, but it's fast and it's cheap. <laughs> you know? So, you know, if you're a police department, was capitalistic, right? If certain neighborhoods pay the police department more than others, then they might be the only ones that got the policing. If, um, you know, or they wouldn't be covered very well at all. Maybe there's low crime here and the police department just doesn't get funded like it could. Or maybe there's high crime and it doesn't get funded. I don't know. But there are risks. I don't think security and capitalism go well together. I like capitalism for 95% of the world's problems, but not those two. I don't think we need a TSA. You know what? Kyle had this idea. I forget if he said it on the show or in real life, but I think it was at Paintball. He's like, what if we had competing airlines and some airlines had no security whatsoever? You could even bring guns and bats with nails in them and shit like that. And then another airline was totally locked down. And, and which one would do better? I mean, I think I would just freaking... Pack some heat and get on my get on the plane. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there I'd be sitting there with my MP5, just uh-huh. waiting. You know, I got. Is he breaking up uh, for everybody? He called. He yeah. got out. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I would love that. Just grab an MP5, MP7, whatever. Sit there with the thing on your lap and be like, "Try me, bitch." This is. And then one guy I'm misfires in the cabin, depressurizes. Ordering alcohol on the plane. Yeah, dude, Look that'll be the best. I, I will vlog that shit. <laughs> YouTube money. <laughs> You'll stream it as you're going down. I'm not, it's not even. It's not even that. I don't think we need TSA because ninety percent of the time airports have existed, we didn't have them, and we didn't have all these terrorist problems. Yeah, terrorists didn't just show up out of nowhere. They've been not liking the United States for a long time. For a long time, years, because they did it this one time. Uh, more than once. More than once, but the fact is... And the dangers what of those there is things? You, here's what you do there. You make the pilot cockpit impregnable. 
Yeah, that's what they did. That's, well, that's all you need to do. As long as the pilots have no contact with anybody outside that cockpit, they have no influence on how the airplane is flown. Boom, you're good. Well, to go. air, air, airplane is also a, a rather fragile thing. I mean, you know, it's a fragile thing, but the fact is, you're not going to fly it into buildings and use them as you know flying right. missiles. You can blow it up just like you could blow up any airplane that was flying since. Air right. Travel. I mean, you, you're not going to stop that. I mean, you, if somebody wanted to, you know, get really wanted a plane to blow up, they could find a way to it. People are thinking of going through the line. Why not go through the baggage line? Like, won't you own the damn tarmac? And I put a bomb in a suitcase when it's loaded under the belly of the plane. Okay, let's not go too far down this road. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just these are just free balling ideas. Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopters are gonna start showing up. <laughs> but the fact is, I don't feel like the TSA really helps that much of keeping you safe. They make they make white people feel safe. And they make people that are scared feel safe. That's what George that George Carlin did this bit before. And that's what it's all about, right, Lefty? <laughs> no, but I don't feel safe because I'm the same thing with wings. If they really wanted to figure out how to kill me and blow up a plane, they're going to fucking do it. They're going to do it. It's okay? like a lock on your house. A lock on your house is only as worthless, it's only as good as somebody's willing to put time into it. If somebody wants my shit in my house and I'm not here, he has all the time he wants to do to do it. What's to stop him from putting a chain on my door and ripping it off with his truck? Yeah, every house in my neighborhood has glass windows next to the deadbolt. <laughs> yep. Now we have an alarm system, so leave me the fuck alone. But <laughs> it automatically calls the police. Don't, don't, just don't come. And I'm armed. Just don't come. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the fact is, uh, it's a peace of mind. That's all it is it's to keep people that are afraid. Uh, it doesn't stop anybody. And also, to I, maybe I can. There's not. There's. Most standard Price. house locks you can kick in. Like you can just put your foot right next to it, and just kick it right on off the hinges. Yeah, we watched I, you kick that door in. I kicked that door in. I've kicked that door the opposite direction it goes, breaking the frame. From your chair, you did it from your chair too. From my chair, yeah. Like sitting down, I kicked the door and it went off the hinges and broke them. Doors are not designed to. I guess some of them are like vault doors, but these kind of doors are not designed to keep people out of areas. And there's just a peace of mind when you put a lock on them. Same thing with this. I mean, like, if a terrorist wants to blow a plane up, he's going to blow a plane up. You, you know, somebody that makes whatever with a high school degree patting you down on your dick ain't going to stop him from blowing that plane up. That's just for me. <laughs> it's not even a security thing. Like, no, no, no. I, I, I want the patent. Yeah. That would be a great prank. We should all take, like, Viagra and then just go to the airport. And all request pat downs. And put like a house key on your junk or something, just so that. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't wear jeans. It all has to be like basketball shorts, real flimsy stuff. <laughs> so we just got rock hard Johnsons walking into the to the airport, just like yeah, sure, go ahead, pat this some bitch down. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta take Viagra. Just take like a like a like a big stick or something. Just tape a penny it. to it. The, guy, the guy's like, sir, 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 you're good to go through. Oh no, no, no. Could you could you maybe check one more time? Could you check check it up and down? You know, maybe? so I don't know what is being recorded and stuff, but I do see the the picture of me on the the like TR. What is it? I can't think of the act. TSA. Mm -hmm. Now it just shows a square box over the area they want them to double check over a generic like human figure. Hmm. Like you know how it used to show basically a nude picture right. of you. It was a live picture. 
Yeah, now it's a generic picture that isn't even distinguishable to me as like a guy or a girl. Like it's just a generic mm. picture. And um, because I had uh, I have uh, screws in my knee from ACL surgery, I typically get this red box around my knee for them to like pat it down and take an extra look. And mm. nothing about it seems invasive to me. Like in turn, like it, when my junk was hanging out there, you know, when they got you, they're like, spread your legs, get your junk hanging down. We want a good shot of this. It was like. <laughs> this is a little invasive, but what I see now isn't that invasive. It seems like an automated system that just says there's metal here. But but it it is invasive, and it's also it, well. Number one, it's invasive because they are the 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 rays emitted by those machines are entering your body and reflecting off of it, which is could be technically classified as a search. And they don't have a warrant. I mean, you can't just write a blank warrant and just be like everybody that comes through here, you get to search. Um, and What's more, isn't that radiation like dangerous? I mean, I don't know. I've How about I, this. I'm, I'm told it heard is. from a radiological technician, but they said the kind of waves that they use is are, or are much more dangerous than um, like an X-ray or something. I've like heard that, that too. So, something yeah. to have to do with like short wave or it's long wave or something. There's like a lot more chance that it hits. You know, it hits a cell, a, a chromosome the right way, and then that chromosome just starts multiplying just because, and then you got cancer. Well, I've started watching TSA hassle a woman for four hours because she wanted to take breast milk onto a flight in a bottle. I've heard about that. I mean, like, literally four hours they hassled this woman. Well, she should have brought smaller bottles of breast milk. But why? No, so why breast milk just, is... Ex- she, even, she even drank some in front of him. Breast milk, Kyle, is, um, is covered on the things you're allowed to bring. It's it's okay. considered like a medical fluid, and when you have something like that, you can bring it. Like, I don't I don't know what other examples would be, but if you had some like acid reflux condition that required a liter of this stuff, then you'd show the doctor's note, and they'd let you bring it. And that was what she had. She had like the documentation. She had the breast milk. She had the baby. She should have been cleared to go. He had the baby with him. Uh, it might have been a different case that you and I saw about. I'm not sure, but um. She had all her ducks in a row. Like, she should have been passed through. But the TSA agent didn't know that breast milk was supposed to be allowed, you know, straight on through. The, like the whole, the whole, they brung, they brung everybody in. Like, the mm-hmm. big, the big wig came in. He didn't know. Yep. Yeah, but she was right. And she had, like, done this many times before. And they just, for whatever reason, like, dropped the hammer on her. And it was inappropriate. It, it was stupid. Like, I went through, I, I, I flew for the first time in 2011. It was the billionaire's Billionaire's chase, yeah. And I brought a bottle of deodorant with me. And I didn't realize that you were only allowed to have so much deodorant. Like, you literally, <laughs> they literally count, you just declare how big of something you can have. Mm-hmm. So they threw my deodorant away. They didn't give me a chance to, like, maybe send it back home. They just threw it away. Um, I there there are, there are cases like that, but then there's the good ones. Like, I went through uh, Boston flying to Vermont. And I had a really expensive lighter with me. It was like a, it had a cigar cutter, a cigar punch. It was a jet lighter. It was like two hundred fifty dollar lighter. And and the guy was like, ah, man, you can't bring this on the plane because it's a pressurized fluid. And I was like, well, shit. I was like, how about I give you twenty bucks and you mail it back to my house? And he's like, I could do that, or I'll do you one better. I could take this thing over in the bathroom over there and vent all the gas out of it, and then you're good to go. And I'm like, fuck yeah, do that. And he takes it in the bathroom. Vents all the gas out of it and brings it back and gives it to me. Oh, that's so cool. yeah, nice guy TSA. Guy. I traveled with <laughs> a knife 
for like seven flights in a row. And then on the eighth flight, they caught it. <laughs> Justice was served. Yeah. They've, they've never caught my knife because it's plastic. They, uh, they've never caught it. Here's one thing I'm wondering. I'm not gonna, it's going to be Blackhawk type search, but I know how to make a bomb without any metal components. Why don't the terrorists? They do. Then why why does the metal detectors even what what why are they looking for metal? They're looking for knives and guns. Last time somebody took a bunch of planes and did some bad shit. They used razor blades, razor knives. I've said well, this before. Can't you just use the knife they give you on the plane? No, that's <laughs> a shitty table knife. knife. But you could kill a pilot with a table. It's knife. barely even a table knife. Yeah, that thing is weak. Might I... take a couple minutes, you know, especially if he's hefty. <laughs> <laughs> I miss. I was given a knife on the plane. It's it's a pussy knife, man. It's there's nothing to that knife. I, yeah, I, I think this is an old joke, but I hope that the next terrorist attack, like the you know how they the shoe bomber came and now you have to take your shoes off and the the, mm-hmm. the knife people come and now we're through these like sophisticated metal detectors. I hope that the next terrorist attack can be thwarted by having us all fly first class. That would be awesome. <laughs> like you know, this guy was able to take advantage of the lack of leg room and take the plane down. So you know, now this guy used a big wad of cash. Yeah. Oh my god! Now everybody needs a big wad of cash <laughs> to protect what everybody. Knife, dude? Yeah. Why not just bring a ceramic knife on with you? This attack was only made possible by his lack of heated nuts. So, <laughs> so now we're going to give everybody leg room and heated nuts, and we'll be set. Could they? Could they? You could hide a ceramic knife. This plane was brought down by a crying infant. <laughs> no more crying infants on planes. I'm just saying, like the, the, the policy is so fucked up anyway. But don't y'all guys agree a ceramic knife could be snuck on a plane and they couldn't detect it? No, I don't know, Wings. Like, are you sure that the new detectors that those things don't catch all hard objects? I don't. I, I'm not sure. reason we should go with Viagra. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. <laughs> just had to. No, uh, Wings, to your point, I saw a guy did a... I don't know if they've changed this, but he, he did a test where the way that stuff works is it used the contrast of your flesh to, um, to highlight non-flesh objects, like screws in a knee or objects in a pocket, or even stuff, that's how it sees, like, kind of inside you, is that, I don't know specifically how it works, but basically, your flesh acts as a contrast for non-human, non-biological uh, uh, objects. Um, but what it doesn't do is look for non-biological ob- objects outside of the contrast of your flesh. So if you, say, wore a baggy shirt with a pocket sewn on the inside of it, such that when you raised your arms into the position for the test, <coughs> there's the pocket was outside of you, and thus the, anything you anything metal you put in there was outside of the contrast of your body. They wouldn't detect it. And he he took a he took a metal drinking flask and put it in a pocket he sewed in a in a on the side of a loose shirt and went through TSA multiple times. Hold on, Kyle. This is the knife you carry on planes. Yeah. This is a fucking killing machine that's illegal in New Jersey. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't fly to New Jersey. I was thinking, like, why not take, uh, why not take, uh, like, like goat flesh or something and wrap the blade in? 
if it just does that. Well, because it can see through. It doesn't, you know. I'm saying sure. on a ceramic knife. I mean, like just this thing has no like. So it's a it's a handle that you hold in your fist, and then you thrust it into people, right? Yeah, yeah. Five inches <laughs> of overall length, or as I call it, a letter opener. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's hardcore. Like, what yeah. is that meant for other than fucking people up? Letter opener. That's that's literally what, it's, what it uh, says uh, in fine print. Oh, it says me. It says ABS plastic push. But, uh, but my, mine, is a, mine is slightly different. It doesn't say that. letter opener anywhere on this thing. That's, what, that's, that's the slight difference on mine then, I guess. Mine is slightly <laughs> different. But, but it's plastic, and it's very sharp plastic. It really is. It, it, like, it's a different kind of plastic. It's hardened. It's sharp shit. And, if, and, and I know that if you stab somebody with that, it'd work. But you know, it's it's stuck on my backpack, and I carry it wherever I go. You're like, sure, what's this all about? I get a lot of mail. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Wow. That's and they cool. sell tomahawks too. Zombie hunting spring assisted knives. I, I like I this store. Shit. <laughs> I think we've thoroughly <clears throat> dug that the TSA is not needed. <laughs> You'll see in the comments there could be people, dude. So what? You're sacrificing your rights. It's for safety. It's like, well, no, the the rights are the liberties are paramount to the safety, to the life, to any lives. That's the whole point of the idea. You know, that's the idea. Yes, you are not more important than the Fourth Amendment. I'm sorry. That is 100% correct. I'm not more important than the Fourth Amendment. I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say this. They sent they sent old Elvis Presley and Joe DiMaggio out to war. They'll send your ass too. Did they send Elvis though. Presley? Yeah, yeah. He had it good though. They're not gonna send me to war. I'm old as fuck. I'd go. I think it'd be fun. I'm not going, I'm going to Canada. <coughs> or oh wait, I want to go back to school for something. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go study. You know, looking at World War II documentaries, I feel like I'd rather be in the war than what they had to do back at home. Like they had to work like 17-hour days welding and shit. I'm like, I don't think they had to. I think they wanted to. Let's see the ways to see that, or you get shot in the face by angry Germans. A lot of people, a lot of people mm. went and didn't get shot in the face, Lefty. A lot of people also went and got shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fat. I'm willing to roll my roll. A lot of people were just standing on the beach in Normandy, and then boop, lights out. Well, first off, the Pacific had a lot had a lot worse landings than the uh, one in Normandy. That's just one that's really theatricized a lot. Right. Okay. That that makes my point, not yours. But <laughs> the fact is, Marines had a lot worse than the Army did. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, I know. Wings is like, let me tell you, Lefty. I mean, first wave is the one they put the idiots on. Like, if you score really, really, really bad, you get to go in that first wave. Are you? I think you just made that up. I'm not making it up. You telling me they looked at their test scores and assigned them to their places in the boat based on them? No, no. You get assigned based on how useful you are, based if you're the front wave or you're the secondary. Just like the old Romans used to do with the Vitruvian guard, the good fighters stayed back because they would tire them out on the inexperienced fighters. Or the people that didn't have all the skills, and by the time they got through with them, they had to fight somebody with superior skills, and they would win. Oh, so they banked all their XP, huh? Kind of. It's the Roman tactic. I mean, and if you don't, if you don't remember, Patton was a really, really keen on following Roman uh, rules. Like, I can't prove that you're wrong. I just suspect it. 
you, well, you can suspect it all you want. It's in the Patton movie. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not up on, on military tactics. That's not what they do in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek. You can laugh all you want. I just saw the movie. They send the captain on every away mission. Yeah, that, that's not smart. <laughs> I, I don't care what anybody says. You don't says. want to cut the head Nothing off the chain of command. You know, people kind of lose faith then. It was in a movie. Just saying. But I'm just saying, <laughs> they, they, Patton based his whole military standard around the Petruvian Guard in Rome, and that's how they did it. They would send the inexperienced soldiers first, and if those people could not hold the ways back, then they had to deal with the fighters, the teachers, the really experienced military guys that would just slaughter any normal human soldier in a one-to-one competition. I get the logic. I get the logic behind it. I, I just I don't know it to... And my brother, when he went into the military, he, where you got placed, if you were the grunts are the people that score the lowest. If you go in there, you don't have really good education. You struggle to speak English. You have no really, you know, apparent skill set. You get to be a grunt. You get was, to walk. Was that what he walk. did? He was a combat medic. Is that not a grunt? That's not a grunt. All right. Sorry, uh, I kind of thought it wasn't, but the only thing I that's really burned in about your brother is he has a crooked penis. <laughs> grunts, grunts are the people that score the lowest on the test that you take. It's called the ASVAP. As that? What's it called, Kyle? You know? I don't know. How crooked is it? Come on. <laughs> like, Wait, do you, why do you know his brother has a crooked penis? It's his nickname, Crook. <laughs> but the fact is, the lower you score, the more you're going to become a grunt if you score really low. And that's where they're going to put you. You're going to serve you four years. You're going to do the missions. You're going to walk. You're going to ride in the Humvees. You're going to be in the bombs. But if you, if you score really high, you could be a communications officer. You never get to see fighting. That's true. Kind of. Is that's it just the tip? Like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or is it, or is it more it. towards the base like that? I've that never seen it. You got to ask Kyle him that. Oh, yeah, that gift was rough, man. <laughs> but does my uh, logic convince you a little bit more, Woody? Or no? No. Um, I was kind of preoccupied with thoughts of your brother's penis, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, but wait, I, I, saw, I see the logic <coughs> of what you're saying, yeah. I, I just, I don't know it to be true. It's logical, sure, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I see a certain kind of logic behind it. I'm trying to Google it, and I can't find any reports on it. Well, either like, way... If it was on the internet, for sure we'd know it was look, true. Look for documentaries. <laughs> That's all I can say. Well, watch the Patton movie. He talks about it in the Patton movie. Hmm. Yeah, they talk about a lot of stuff. Like the force. (laughs) 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 Movies about the force. You say nine? Probably more movies about the force. force. Right, there's more movies about the force than there are about General Patton. There's six movies about the force, right? About three more of them. Hmm. There will be nine. Oh, is that... I I misunderstood. Disney is making the next three. So... (laughs) I mean, if we're going by uh, <laughs> validity based on how many times it appears in motion pictures. But Force is legit. The Force is legit. Fuck Patton. Well, it, it actually appears, it's going to appear in ten movies because it appears in Mallrats, too. Uh, Lefty, are you listening? No. Okay. Wings, you listening? Yes. If you had ten seconds to peer into the future, ten seconds, you're going to take it, ten seconds, what would you look at? I would look at the page of a sports almanac. Hmm. And then burn in some betting results. Mm-hmm. Biff. 
Then I'd create a tower. <laughs> and I'd sleep with Marty's mother or girlfriend or something. I I'm forget. Just saying, that, that was that was legitimate. That that's a great idea. If you could see the four scores, you could make as much money as you humanly want. All right, lefty. Seconds into the future. Look at look 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 at look at a newspaper. See which companies are, are being successful, and then invest in them in the market. Yeah, look at the Wall Street Journal a year from now. In ten seconds, you're going to burn in some high stock prices. Yeah, I mean, you can't yeah, do research. Thing, you don't need research when you can see the the end result. They're yeah. going to be at this point a year from now. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck that shit. I'm bringing my pen and pad, and I'm going to check out the lottery. You got lottery 10 seconds, results. though, Kyle. You got to just look and think. Lottery. The lottery results. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Lottery numbers. Good job, Kyle. You can't take it. It's mine. <laughs> but, Masi, I, I, I technically could win more money over time than you could with lottery with the Almanac. Not, uh, I'd win all the all the lotteries for that day, though. I'd win the, the Powerball. I'd win, like, the Mega Millions. The yeah, Pink but that, four, would, that would bring up questions, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it bring up questions out, out of how I'm so yeah, awesome. And, you hitting it big <laughs> and just think about all the money I'm going to make from the interviews now. Yeah. You hitting it big on the horse race, like to be a hundred millionaire on the Preakness or something? No, on no, one no. bet? No, I'm not doing it on one bet. I would do it slowly, and I would actually throw some of them. Wiggs <laughs> has thought about this before. <laughs> throw some of them. I mean, like, like you obviously you're not gonna in ten seconds you're not gonna see every good score. You're gonna memorize the ones you did, the big games. Take know? the almanac back with you, Biff. You, you could do that, but we, you said you Give only could look yourself. into the future. You didn't say you could interact with it. You're right. Peer into the future is the is the question. And but the fact is, I just make bets on other games that I would lose, and on the big games, I would bet big. And, I'd cash out. That's really logical once again. Things of redemption. I don't know. So the lottery thing is really attractive. That had crossed my mind too. And you can win stuff that's so big that money's just not an issue anymore, right? Like if you make your – like a 10-banger in a stock market is a pretty big deal, right? If you get 10 times your investment, turn a grand into 10 grand, like you've done something. Even a 30-banger. But – Lottery is huge. That's like a hundred million banger. No, no one does that. So lottery is good. But I'm also curious. Like I'd love to peek into my kids' lives in the future, right? Like is Hope happily married? How's Colin turn out? Like, I'm kind of curious you about really that. Want to know that? Like, there's darker sides to that as well. Maybe. <coughs> Thank you, Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like if I had, if you gave me the option to look into my future to see if I'm still alive or not. Or how I'm living, I tell you no, I don't want to see it. Hmm. Maybe let the possibility that you could peer in on your children's future serve as motivation to do what you can now to make sure that their future will be as bright as possible. Like win the lottery. Philosophical <laughs> on me. Let's win the fucking lottery. <laughs> Bitches and hoes. Hope's future is guaranteed to have at least a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, if she has a big inheritance, she might have a lot of husbands. Like that, that, that could go all wrong. And that came no, out all wrong, but and then you teach her the value. Then you, then you, once you win the lottery, security. you write a will and say, stating that if she has more than this number of husbands, she is cut out. <laughs> what is this, Brewster's That's, that's terrible. <laughs> no, um, what was I gonna say? 
Oh, I, I just ma- spent thirty million with no receipts. <laughs> this, <laughs> um, it, it's just it's people will try to use you if you have that kind of money. Shit, they'll try to use you with a lot less than that. Mm-hmm. They will. <laughs> you get a hundred bucks, dog. It's like that. Uh, it's like from the, from Office Space, whatever. Is it? What would you do with a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> it's like. Girls don't only care about money. Kind of double up on a guy like me, do. <laughs> That's good point. That movie hit so close to home when it came out. Like, I, it would ruin me for two weeks. Like, it was just my anthem. It was, yeah. And then the guy, like, didn't care about work. And it was like, oh, that must be glorious. It is glorious. He's, he's he living the dream. You took my stapler? Hmm. <laughs> He's cleaning the fish. Bob, you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say missing it, Bob. <laughs> They're all like, yeah, that's a good one. That's a great movie. God. And then, like when he starts slacking, he actually starts getting promoted and getting <clears throat> business opportunities. Yeah, and PC Load Letter. The one problem, those were all tech people, right? They were programmers and such, right? They were doing Y2K code. They should know what PC Load Letter means. I don't just, know what PC load letter is. You're not a. It's so PC is printer cartridge, right? Yeah. It's out of paper, so load, and letter is the size of the paper. PC load letter. Nerd power. Woot woot. Back up in that ass with a resurrection. Yeah, that was, that's a great scene. That's a great. <laughs> one of the most iconic movie scenes. Yes, they. I. I have to go soon. Oh, Kyle ends the show. Send him hate mail and stuff. Send him hate mail at youtube.com slash Woody's Gamertag. Yes, what you, what you really want to do is come to the Athens uh, Hardcore MMA Gym, or whatever it's called. And beat him up. Yes, sign Seriously, it'd be cool to have him <coughs> show up and like I'd have some more like people who didn't know what they're doing. Because my buddy that I'm training with outweighs me by like 25 pounds, which is much stronger. And I, I think he's going to be kicking my ass for a long time. Though I'm a lot smarter than he is, so I, so I think I can hang with him on a technical level. That's how I play Call of Duty, Kyle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you go. So if some of you, you know, maybe maybe there's some small people. Maybe there's some hot girls out there. Uh, maybe maybe you want to come wrestle with me. That can be arranged as well. But uh, but yeah, you know, come come sign up. Let me spin the wheel of uh, money. And what's the gym name again? It's. Athens Hardcore MMA or something close to that? Yeah, yeah, it's in Athens. It's in Athens, Georgia. Hardcore MMA. There you go. Just because we got to sneak this in, why the fuck do they create two-wheel drive Z71s? Why? I don't know, dude. Two-wheel drive trucks are not trucks. They're just station wagons with the roof removed. How about the two-wheel drive trucks that that pretend to be four-wheel drive? Yeah, right? I hear you. Z71 means four-wheel drive. Truck no, it used to. Now, now, now you're show. throwing, you're throwing, you're rolling dice. You got to actually get in and see if it has it. Dude, if the truck doesn't have a transfer case, it's not a mint. Yeah, uh, unless it's maybe a dually. Talking trucks so hard. They were oh my truck, God. truck, 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 and I was like, look at that one. Oh, right, there's gonna be no truck drive. talk during the show <laughs> because they got it all. They, 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 they got it all the way. They got it out of their system. Now we cannot do. It. And then here comes the goddamn trucks. Damn it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can talk about Ford Focuses. Go ahead. <laughs> you like Ford Focus? Uh, he like does. It? Ford Focuses and um, those adult-sized tricycles. Those are his. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 want the, uh, I, I like the, uh, uh, the Centennial bikes. 
Dude, I see, I see one <laughs> the big Nintendo. large wheel and then the little Oh, wheel. the hipster things. Yeah. <laughs> That's my main mode of transportation. Lefty, how much weight have you lost? I'm curious. I, I don't know. I don't weigh myself. Mm. I don't want to get... Uh, see, uh, Lefty is smart. He doesn't worry about the arbitrary number of how gravity is measured to his body to the planet. He just worries about how he feels and how his clothes fit. Well, I'm also worried about the, just the overall health of my body. Yeah, but do you know um, how much your body weighs actually matter? To a, to a certain extent, it's yeah. If you're going on, they, they say the map is not the territory. Your weight is not necessarily your body, but your weight kinda does give you an indicator of what you're doing. It's one of the metrics you can use to measure your progress. And, it, and it's not like it's not like it's oh my god, I'm, I'm six foot four, I'm two fifty, I should I'm six foot four, I should be, you know, two. 10 max. It's like, well, eh, maybe, maybe not. You know, there's a lot of different body types, etc. It, it, it gives you a general direction in which... Well, my, my girlfriend is on this stupid diet. Stupid. 500 calories a day. It's all she can eat. She'll she work. Like, she, 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 it works. It does. She's lost like 25 pounds. Legit? But I'm like, this is super unhealthy. I've even had my brother tell her it's super unhealthy. And, like, she just won't get off of it. Like, I'm like, you're going to develop an eating disorder. Eh, I'm okay with temporarily unhealthy. Get her done. Yeah, but temporarily unhealthy doesn't work. Like, I lost 60 to 80 pounds in 2011. Mm -hmm. Oh, here, you've probably seen it. Mm -hmm. I put it back on as soon as I got off that diet. Because as soon as I stopped with the pills and I stopped with that, I just craved food. Like, I would eat a... I would eat a hamburger and be like, man, I need a second one. Mm -hmm. And, like, there was just an itch there. And, like, she's going to get the same itch. She's going to put every bit of that weight back on it, and it's going to happen. Because she did it wrong. Mm -hmm. Because she's living an unlivable way of life. You cannot sustain life on 500 calories a day. You can for a while while you have fat reserves. But eventually you're just going to be tired, sleepy, and you're going to start passing out. It sounds nice. <laughs> Could yeah, go for that. You're driving at 60 miles an hour when it happens. No, I picture more like lay in bed, pop Netflix on, get sleepy and pass out. Well, when you start <clears throat> passing out from fatigue, you don't really get to pick where you're going to pass out from fatigue at. Hmm. <sighs> Are we ending it? So Kyle can skedaddle to his... Um, I think we're close to four hours. We're like three and a half somewhere in that ballpark. You think? Did we start then? I yeah, started we started a little bit late. 30 or 40 minutes after 12. Yeah. Kyle, say something funny. Kyle? That's the show, That's the show son. I think he left. All right, then. Um, blame Kyle. Blame Kyle. Kyle left. <laughs> That's it. You can blame Kyle by going to the uh, gym he's been talking about and um, yeah. Tom, <laughs> as you sign up, you know this guy Kyle's a total douchebag. He had a PK early one. Yeah, yeah. If you're upset, yeah. If you're upset, be sure to sign up for Netflix.com/slash/Woody. Use a get a free month or buy something with scuff. Uh-huh. And watch Gold Rush we've been talking about on Woody's uh, Netflix. There you go. And whatever you do, don't buy scuff and use my coupon code. That would really infuriate me. Have a good day.